and welcome to Oceanic Gaming Radio. I am your host, one of your hosts, Captain Perth. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Hope you guys are enjoying the start of your week. It's a Monday. Beautiful Monday here in Perth, Western Australia. And alongside me is Chris the Gaming 86. Me good G'day. old mate. G'day, Capo. How are you, mate? I'm doing great, mate. And viewers, really how, how are the viewers going? Everyone going well? Yep, everyone in the Twitch chat, thanks for joining us. And everyone listening at home, double thank you mm. for joining us. Um, we, we have yeah. um, increased our quality a bit, Cap, haven't we? We are in high definition, my good friend. So yeah. I hear. Yeah, well, that's the thing, C. right? So we've got a lot of shit happening this, this time around. So I've had a full um, setup re, rejig. Um, yeah, look so at you dancing around, mate. Yeah. This is insane. Check that out. <laughs> so I'm ready. I'm, I'm, like, I think my audio might be a bit funny this episode, so apologies in advance. But we've also uh, started using a different podcasting <coughs> software. Excuse me. Um, so we actually have better video quality. So if you do watch mm. these episodes, um, wherever we post them, on YouTube or wherever we post them, I don't even know if we do yeah. that. Um, I, I believe yeah. we're looking at putting video uh, podcasts onto the Spotify as well. So that if we don't have that by the time you see this, that might be something you see in the future, which is pretty cool, pretty yeah. cool, pretty hip. Yeah. So keeping an uh, keeping an ear out for, well, I guess um, any audio fun- funkiness. If you notice anything, let us know in the in the chat and uh, or comment somewhere. I suppose um, add us on Twitter or some shit. Um, you have the power, unless Elon until Elon Musk gets a hold of it, and then. You might not mm. be able to at people or something. I don't know. He might do something really funky. So, <laughs> who mm. fucking knows? But uh, Grizz, talk to me. How was? Well, it's been two weeks, dude. We've actually we missed an episode. So that's another thing. This episode might be quite big. It's a big uh, long one. Up. So strap strap yourself in. Yeah, well, Cap, so we missed Mother's Day, mate. We missed the Mother's Day celebration. We did. We did. Yeah. So, mm. uh, which was fun. It's. Um, Mia hasn't given birth yet, but I said, oh, you know, I'll get you a Mother's Day present. So that was her nice. technically her first Mother's Day present, um, which was pretty fun. Uh, but what about you, Grizzle? What did you get up to, mate? Went into the Swan Valley to a cider brewery. It was called Funked, F-U-N-K-D. Do Ooh. a bunch of uh, very interesting ciders. Yeah, that was great, man. Had a couple of drinks, a couple of beers with the with the family and everything else, and enjoyed it. Yep, well, I, my wife is an amazing mother. I've got three kids, and she is just God's gift to me and those girls. So yeah. she was um, very spoilt on everything else. Um, Shout out yes. to Loz and all the mothers out there. You guys, that's it. Fucking rock. Yeah, seriously, rock. What about uh, the weekend just gone, Grizzly? Well, Capo, <clears throat> Friday night I went to a tequila bar in the city after work. And it so turned out that one of the people that I was with had COVID um, and I was told this on Sunday. So I went and got my family and myself a bunch of tests. Um, I ha- Actually, before I tell this story, I had my daughter's birthday cap on Sunday. Aya, yeah. And um, it's her fifth birthday and we bought her a pair of roller skates for Christmas and they are pink and sparkly. Uh, all of my girls have them, and they're great. Epic. And she had a she had a roller skating birthday party, and she absolutely they ripped it up. That's <coughs> Big circles cool. around the arena. Is that coming back in, Grizz? Roller I skating. I think so. I feel like roller skating is. I mean, in our younger days, I swear it was rollerblading. Is that right, Cap? I don't. Th- I feel like roller skating was um, a retro thing back then, was it? I think you're right. I think rollerblades is pretty cool. I mean, that's why I'm asking you clearly because I mean, I would never fucking clue. So I'm going to ask Mr. Cool himself. All right. Well, my kids definitely, my kids definitely wanted skates over blades. Yeah. 
Yeah. I actually put a pair of blades on, man, and I did a little uh, little scoot Ooh. around. Hell yeah, how'd was, you go? I didn't, you go right? I didn't fall over, yeah, I didn't fall over. It's like over. riding a bike, mate, you just got to get back on, you know? It's exactly right. I don't reckon but, I can um, do it, eh? I reckon I'd be knackered if I got on a pair of rollerblades. <laughs> have you ever been ice skating, Cap? I have once, and it was not fucking pretty. Yeah, ice skating or ice crawling? You'd be the judge. It wasn't fucking pretty. Yeah, I just don't have any... I don't know, is it hand-eye coordination? What the hell is that? I just I can't do anything like that. I can't skateboard, I can't surf, I can't do anything. As soon as I have to stand on something below me, my body just can't figure out what it needs to do, and it fails. But you're, you're fucking good at video games, though, Capo, so... Yeah, lucky we don't are... use our feet to control video games. I'd be fucked. <laughs> true. Absolutely. Very true, mate. Very uh, yeah, true. sorry to interrupt you. So you had the... You had the oh, yeah, so we had the birthday party, and, and um, but I found out that I was around someone that had COVID on Friday night. So me and the wife and the whole family took rat tests and my wife actually tested positive yesterday afternoon to coronavirus. Oh, right. So um, I'm testing negative and the kids are testing negative. Uh, My wife is actually reasonably sick today. She's um, got pretty heavy cold and flu symptoms and a very sore throat. So she's in big time recovery. seems to be the big one, isn't it? The sore throat. Um, Mm. Yeah, not, not ideal. Well, I hope that she recovers quickly. Grizzly. Yes. Yes. So we're all we're all triple vaxxed, So I'm hoping that it's a pretty swift little, swift little one. Um, the only one I worry about is my five year old cap isn't officially five yet, so she hasn't had any. She's not allowed to get vaccinated, so she's going into oh. it unvaxxed. So, okay. Um, fingers crossed for a little later. Are okay. You know? Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. 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 I think for Usually some reason their immune system seems to be better than ours. I don't know how mm. that works, but fucking there you go. Science. But, uh, I would have thought, before I ask you about your weekend cap, I just want to throw this in. I did put a poll up on my Twitter today, and it went like this. Grizzle wife has COVID. Um, taking bets. Will I get it? Yes or no? I voted and yes. Did you? <laughs> yes, I sure fucking did. Though, in saying that, I'll tell you what, I know a lot of people whose partners mm. have had it and nothing. Um, yeah. But I took Mikey know, like two weeks to catch yeah. it. Yeah. But yeah, and de- super delayed kind of catching it afterwards. Mm. So yeah, you can. You, I mean, it's all over the shop, which is quite weird. But absolutely, hey, I reckon you're going to get it, Grizz. I reckon yeah. it's about Look, time I, I you think... got sick, mate. <laughs> yeah, I was telling Cap before the show that actually I don't I don't get sick that often. I think it's because I ate heaps of dirt as a young child. That um... you still do that, mate. I've seen you do yeah. it. I've been <laughs> in the pub with you plenty of times. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, mate, well, uh, all the best to your family, mate, and I hope that you guys get out the other side unscathed thanks, and, uh, and as healthy as possible, mate. As uh, for the results on that one, Cap, so 85% said yes, so I'm basically oh, fucked, I think. Yeah, um, you're knackered, cooked, mate. mate. And, and that's 85% doctors, of, of obviously, yeah. as well. Do- so people tw- Twitch, Twitch PhDs, that's it. Yeah. Tw- Twitter yeah. PhDs. Because mm. who else would follow you, mate, obviously? So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Tell me all about you, mate. Tell me about your Mother's Day, and then tell me about your weekend just gone, or anything else exciting. Yeah. What's well, what's um, been happening? Look, Mother's Day was um, was was cool. So, me is pregnant at the moment, and with our first bub. So, um, I I just got her some flowers, which are very nice flowers, might I add. Um, so that was fun. Um, her first kind of Mother's Day uh, before. It's like a pre Mother's Day. It's like a warm up, you know, just kind of mm. getting into the into the swing of things. But um, other than that, she would have appreciated that. that. Did you cook yeah. a breakfast or something, Cap? What did What did you do? That uh, was what did we do? Way? I think we went and had a bagel somewhere, which was mm. equally as delightful. So probably better I love than a good bagel. Frankly, um, <laughs> so yeah, that was really nice. Um, 
And then last weekend, we tried to keep it as, as quiet as possible just because, um, oh, fuck, I completely forgot. So um, not last weekend, the weekend before, Mia had a reaction because she's anaphylactic to uh, pine nuts, pistachios and cashews. Um, and so we were in hospital for most of the day, um, end up taking the Monday off, which was the day we were supposed to podcast. And then the podcast kind of just fell apart in terms of just everyone kind of just yeah, it was, was all busy bad. all at once. And it was just too difficult. Mm. So we decided we'll just delay it for a week, which was awesome at the time. Um, but yeah, so Mia had a reaction then. So the following weekend, which was last weekend, um, said, look, we just want to cruise because I've just been so tired ever since that day basically just been catching up on sleep even though i had monday off i just felt like so tired so Kat, was the erection as bad as the one down south mate or was it um no 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 not as bad but obviously because she's pregnant we were oh yeah worried. you don't want to be screwing around with that do you yeah so we're like do we give her an EpiPen or don't we and then you know mm. it's just one of those things apparently you're supposed to do it regardless which we know now so kind of a nice dry run if we ever have to do it again touch wood but um mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was that weekend. And then last weekend, I tried to just sort of take it as easy as possible. Um, and yeah, I, I pretty much didn't do anything last weekend. I, you built your, you built, you built your desk, Cap. You've got oh, a new yeah. desk, I, mate. I built my desk. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, I, I have a sit-stand desk now. I'm standing as we speak. So if you're watching live from home as we record this episode, you would see me standing, which is awesome. And I'm, <laughs> I'm frothing it so much. The only yeah. thing I want to get is I've noticed that a my beer carpet, holder. Yeah, beer holder. Um, that's called a right arm, mate. Don't know if you got one. Um, but I've noticed that my carpet's actually not all that comfortable to stand on for long periods of time. So I need oh, to get okay. one of these special fucking mats. So I'm yeah, I'm turning into the Russell I've Brand got one of the um, stand up. I've desks. got one of the the battle bull mats that my desk go uh, my desk my chair chair goes on. Oh yeah, yeah. Is d- it, it, prob- is it like probably a not exactly thing? what you're. Yeah, kind of like a, I don't know, it almost feels like mouse pad, like a massive mouse pad material. They're called anti-fatigue mats or some shit. Yeah, dude, because the last house I was in before we moved here, I 100% wore the carpet away with my my computer chair. Oh, dude, where where I see it is (laughs) horrific. Yeah, Yeah, it's not pretty. I really should be using a thing, but fuck it. We'll probably get the carpets redone before we leave this house, but... You can get them for like... I don't know, sixty bucks from PLE. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they're pretty freaking cheap. I, I I just don't give a fuck. Is the problem? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Grizz, mate, we've got so much fucking shit to get into with this mm. with this fucking podcast tonight. It's going to be a big one. So, guys, strap yourselves in. Before we begin, I just want to say a big thank you to our patreons who were uh, who put the the pay in Patreon because uh, they pay us. Oh, uh, hey, hell yeah! Legendary. Thank you for keeping this, helping keep this little podcast of ours alive and, and helping us pay for all the bits and pieces that goes into it. Um, Sukai, Moosey, uh, Hoenn Honey, Bogues, Caging Runt and Sergeant Paul, you guys fucking rock. Appreciate you big time. Um, and if you would like to support the podcast, you're more than welcome to. All you got to do is go to patreon.com and search for Oceanic Gaming Radio and we'll be in there somewhere. And then you can choose your tier and off you go. Uh, mm. But yeah, anyways, uh, more on that next time. Uh, but uh, I had something else I wanted to say as well. Oh! Dude, I, I figured, Grizz, do you know what I'm going to start doing with this podcast? We're going to give a real quick top-to-bottom rundown of the shit we're going to talk to Hundo, about mate. from now on, right? So that's a bloody that's good happening idea. That's from today onwards, all right? So we've yep. got a bunch of shit on for this show. Um, Arclight Rumble, which has been announced by Blizzard. We're going to have a bit of a chat about mobile games in general. 
Um, mm-hmm. Fortnite. We're going to be talking about Fortnite. Who, who loves Fortnite? Me, me. I love Fortnite. It's on yeah, mobile it's okay. now, Cap. Did you know that? Uh, yeah, well, we're going to fucking talk about that or more. Uh, Meta is doing some shit, um, aka Facebook with VR headsets. Um, Xbox, they, they're bringing some new hardware out soon, um, so mm. stay tuned. Uh, Bethesda does some more fucking funky business in in the uh, on the news waves, <laughs> so mm-hmm. there's that mm-hmm. as well. Sony reportedly doing some sneaky business as well, um, so PS5 news potentially. So let's uh, we'll get into that as well later. Square Enix just continuing their fucking spiral into oblivion of the, the blockchain oblivion <laughs> that I like to call it. Just, guys, please pull your head out of the sand. Get your shit together and stop fucking doing it. We'll tell you more about that during the show as well. Also going to talk about what we've been playing and our quick fire round with a bunch of extra shit. So fucking get excited for that. But Grizz, we're going to go back. Arclight Rumble has been announced by Blizzard. You know Blizzard? The guys the guys who do Warcraft? Just before you jump into the ca- that cap, I noticed one thing: there is no Elden Ring in the run sheet at all today. Oh uh, no! I thought we had one. <laughs> no, we have know. we have got one. We've got an Elden Ring. Uh, I'll okay. bring it up. Don't you worry. Right. I won't. Right. I won't right. let us get right. through an episode without discussing Elden Ring for at least two Beautiful. seconds. Okay. Um, but yeah, all right. Don't you Arc worry. Light Rumble. Yeah. Tell me Arc about it. Rumble. Tell me about it's, a, it. it's a brand new mobile hmm. game. Coming to you from Blizzard Entertainment, releasing sometime this year, 2022. Um, it's uh, it it looks like a fucking mobile game. Have you seen it? It looks like it should be a mobile. Look at it. Yeah, yeah, I had a quick look at it. You know, I will say one thing here, Cap, because I know that you've been saying this in previous episodes. Uh, how cool it would be for World of Warcraft to create more IPs from the franchise. Well, here you go, Cap. You've got it, mate. You asked for it. This is Yay. it. Yay! Not really. <laughs> Ah, look, it's fine. It's, ah, dude. And look, we'll get more into it later. But it's it's just a fucking mobile game, and it's I feel like it's leaning hard into every kind of it. Like even graphic, like it's graphic art style. It just it leans so hard into that Clash of Clans. Explain kinda, it to the people, Cap. What is uh, it? What is it? It's kind of like how do you even describe that? Like little miniature figurines in like plasticine kind of uh, like graphic. Like, does mm. that make sense? It they just it just looks too happy and and it and it's essentially too like happy. a PV it's a PVP PVE game essentially where you it's like tower defense you spawn yeah. characters on a map um, that you can invade people's towns and Clash of Camp Clans was massive for yeah, a while I mean, and it, it, I think it still is fairly big is it still pretty big I think I think we had a, we had a friend of ours um, remember that guy Roak do you remember him Cass? yes he was yeah, I remember Roak he, he was like a partnered Clash of Clans streamer essentially. Yep. Right yeah. into it. I yeah. played Clash. Did you play Clash of Clash of Clans? Look, Cap, did you? I, I didn't because, um, and I probably still wouldn't. But I, I mean, back <laughs> when Clash of Clans fully hit, I was like full hipster gamer. Fucking, you know, I don't touch that mobile shit. You know, I've, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I'm the I've, same. Like, Dude, to I'm the Smiths at home and fucking mm. play Dark Souls One. You know that no one's ever heard of these games. But I don't know. Look, I think I think as far as a mobile game goes, I think it mm. looks fine you know i'm sure a lot of mobile gamers out there are losing their fucking shit about it um yeah it looks like you drop and drag and drop units into a onto a board and those units kind of attack you know fixed position things and you know you have dungeons and raids and all kinds of bits and pieces that you can get involved with i think there's some pvp aspect to it um but it just looks very static to me and i do wonder how 
how much effect you can kind of have in a game like this. Does that make sense in mm. terms of, you know, obviously when you play a game like World of Warcraft, you have a heap of effect just on how you mm. play a character. But games mm. like this, I always wonder, like, you know, am I just dragging and dropping shit at random and I'm going to win anyway? You know what I mean? Well, I haven't played... I played Clash of Clans, man, and Clash of Clans, what people didn't really realise, that the whole premise behind it, dude, it was a it was a time sink over short periods. You would do things over short periods and then the next time you came back, those things would be ready for you to go and attack people and stuff like that. And I think where this is coming in is, like, Blizzard, Blizzard are obviously... We talked about this last time, Cap, but they've obviously lost a lot of people over their oh, platform, yeah. right? What did you yep. say? 30, 30 million active members or whatever it might be? I can't remember and what the number was, but it was ridiculous. I feel like this game isn't designed to be a masterpiece. This is like a a, a cookie cutter. Um, get people get people on board and and play. I tell you what, dude. Like from what I can see, I think they're doing the genre justice. And as from a pure purely like um, development standpoint, I think that they've created something that seems to fit that mold really well. They're using their IP to its fullest. And, yeah, I think ultimately, Grizz... I'll tell you what, one thing that surprised me is the monetization mm. that they're planning to implement. Oh, I didn't read that. Tell me. Tell me the monetization so, model. How well, are they doing they this? They have explicitly said they won't be putting loot boxes into the game. Okay. Now, will they instead be putting fucking <laughs> loot sacks in the game instead? Like, what's... <laughs> you know, who knows? But they, they've kind of expressed that they don't want to have these loot box-style mm. things. So I think mm. you'll probably earn coins and maybe buy pieces or something from the shop. Um, so you actually way, don't um, have that randomness there. The way Clash of Clans used to work is you'd put an order in to build X amount of things. You could either use a resource that you have got through battling to speed that up or you can pay with your own dollars to speed up things happening yeah. like your base upgrading and building mobs and monsters and stuff. So I wonder whether that's going to be... Pay pay to speed shit up on your... On your uh, I wonder how money-hungry it'll be in that respect. Capo. Well, uh, so it seems... So, look, again, it's early days. They haven't released the game yet. This is kind of purely just from what we know from early previews and what developers have told us. So no loot boxes. Um, there's a mini shop that's <coughs> apparently where you spend your gold. Um, okay. And that amount of gold you spend per week has a weekly cap. So you can't spend it. You can only spend up to a certain amount. Now, is that cap fucking $3,000 a week? I don't know. Uh, they haven't released that information, so who fucking knows? Interesting, um, Oh, no, hang on. Players may only purchase 2,100 gold per week. But here's the thing. What's the what's the ratio? Is that dollar for dollar? Yeah, that's a lot dude. of fucking money if it's dollar for dollar. Um, has, has anyone has anyone listening to the podcast or in chat spent any money on mobile games? you you got to own up. I want to know. I want to know how much money are in these bad boys. Yeah, it's interesting cap, though, because... It's uh, Pav's uh, looking absolutely. straight at me. It's yeah. a me. <laughs> I buy everything. <laughs> um, okay, I was saying that Blizzard are making a, a clear moves to try to tackle the mobile market. We see... Uh, Huge, absolutely. What's, that, what's the other game they're bringing out? Uh, Diablo. Oh, uh, Diablo Immortal. Diablo, Diablo Immortal Which as we well. spoke about the last podcast. We um, did. Well, the one before that, some shit, I can't remember. Hmm. It all blends into one these days. But, yeah, I mean, look, it, it makes sense, Chris. Um, I've got some stats here from 2020. So, you know, I'm sure there's probably some better stats out there, but these are the ones I found. Um, yeah, mobile man. gaming market is uh, fucking distribution of players by platform. 
2020. 55.19%. Mm. Over 55% of the people who play games play them on mm. mobile. Is that oh, right? That's correct. I feel sorry for those plebs. Well, kidding. Yeah, typical master race <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> no, when you think about it, though, there is literally no limit to the mobile market, right? I mean, well, I mean, look at it this way, Chris. The buy-in is so much cheaper than a PC or a console. So, you know, so many people have phones by pure virtue of they need a phone. Yeah. You know, you got a phone, you got a gaming console. You know. You know, that's what these games are put on there for because the accessibility is so much higher than, you know, people buying a dedicated console for their gaming. Um, But on top of that, Grizz, so another thing I wanted to go through is the global gaming market revenue by device, okay? PC was $37.4 billion. Mobile gaming was $86.3 billion, okay? That's almost three times as high as PC. And that's two years ago, dude. We've had COVID since then. As well, so a lot of people sitting at home on their fucking phones, fucking mm. spending their money on because I can't go out. Yeah, you know. So, look, I, well, you know, from uh, a purely like if you're if you're sitting on a board for a, a, a game like a gaming studio, you'd be looking at these statistics and go, why the fuck are we yeah, making PC it's games? Ab- it's absolutely easy money. I've been playing. Um, this is a good time to bring this up now, Cap. But I, I think I told you a while back. We had an episode where we discussed Gwent, I believe, the dedicated Gwent game. I actually went and downloaded it on my uh, on my Android, and I've been playing it on the train to work, mate. It is an absolute ripper of a game on mobile. The um, the progress is between your PC account and your mobile account, um, and it's basically like a I kind of consider it like a Hearthstone, but less pay to win. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, his, historically, no game. I definitely haven't been in the mobile gaming market, but um, just recently picking up. I, I have played Hearthstone before, but I think ca- those ca- type of games, man, those card games that you have cross-play, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. See, I think I'll probably p- play more mobile games if I had a public transport commute, which yeah. I don't. Um, mm. So I don't really have any time that is kind of free time where I'm not at home, where I've actually got my PC or my consoles or whatever. Um, where I'm, where I could, where I could potentially fill it with some gaming on my mobile. The one thing I do look forward to is I actually think I probably will give Diablo uh, Immortal a crack because I think it actually looks pretty reasonably good for what it is. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know, Grizz. I think um, I, I just think mobile gaming, like even even if you think about public <coughs> perception, you know what I mean? Like people put mm. so much effort into developing these PC console games. And people just shit on developers. And so, you know, you have this public perception where people are just ramming these games with shitty fucking reviews and all this other stuff. Mobile games don't have that. They just release a fucking game you, and people and play you know, and spend you know shitloads of money. You know what's messed up about that is I, I honestly feel like mobile games are the fucking worst for... Yeah for pay to win um like advertising in them like all yeah. that's all those mobile games are just full of bloat people full of bloat them. people, people buy them, them. Yeah. you know someone in chat uh how and honey saying i also wonder if those stats are inflated by microtransactions gotta remember a lot of these games are completely free to play and microtransactions are the only way for you to buy things in those games okay hmm. that that revenue might be that 80 billion dollar revenue from 2020 might include microtransactions but it still is $80 billion, <laughs> you know, that these... And don't forget, these gaming companies, the only reason they're there is to make money. A lot of them, you know, like, I mean, there's obviously a little labour of love stuff going on as well. Don't get me wrong. But just like everyone else, they want to put food on the table, make money. So, of course, they're going to go where the money is. I mean, 
everyone here right now cannot tell me that they're not going to go and take a job. Like, if you're offered two jobs, one's going to pay twice the money, the other's going to pay half the money. Okay, maybe the the work's not as good in the other one, but it's it's fine. I'm still doing my job. You're probably going to go take the money, aren't you? That was like, me at the start of the year, Kat. I had made yeah. that exact decision. Exactly. <laughs> like, have no time to game, time. goddammit. And there's so many people that yeah. like demonize developers for making that decision. You know, like yeah. listen, I really feel yeah. like you know they've been demonized for chasing these these cash cows. Now, one thing to say, I think, is I don't think that PC gaming and console gaming will ever become irrelevant because you think about games like World of Warcraft, you know, Diablo's and stuff like that. A lot of these games are used, at, like the, the console games, are used as vessels to sort of craft like a bigger story because they have more capability, right? Whereas with your mobile experiences, they're kind of narrow and, um, you know, so they're still, obviously these PC things are all, always going to be important, but, you know, why not go and have the cream as well? You know, like it just, it just makes a lot of sense. I still, think, I still think there's a lot of market to had in the mobile gaming, and I'm going to I'm going to pose this to you this way, Cap. Is there any mobile game to date that has been delivered in a way that makes you really want to go and play it? Um, mobile game. Not. Uh, do you know what? Probably the only one, and it's probably the one that has the most controversy about being a mobile game is Diablo Immortal. Okay. It's probably the only game I've ever gone. I want to give that a crack. Mm. See, see, I think there's a, I think to date, and this is just my from my very shallow view at this, but mobile games historically haven't nailed the. I feel like mobile games are full of advertising and monetization models that are quite greedy, um, targeting those people that are quite oh, young and are. don't give a yeah. shit about their money or on their yeah. mum's phone. And I know that the ones that my kids play. Seriously, if you have not got your settings set up correctly on kids apps they will literally buy a hundreds and hundreds of dollars of like tokens to yeah. spend on their barbie in barbie's yeah. workshop or whatever it is yeah. it's like and kids don't really know what they're doing but also got to remember Chris, like a lot of mobile experiences we're not the, we're not the audience we're really not the audience you know but the thing is you got to remember like that's the whole idea of of marketing right is there are different audiences so you know of course the pc gaming market might not be super into into mobile gaming but it's still there it's still a piece of the pie so they're still going to create games for every aspect because mm. unless you unless you super specialize like your piece of the pie can only be so big so why not have more pieces of the pie to eat from and you got a bigger pie is it you know what i mean like yeah, a hundred percent, dude. I mean, that's exactly what Blizzard have done. They've seen they've seen this opportunity in the market where they think they can close on. And I was just I was kind of just zoning out to you then, Cap, as I was thinking, fuck, OJ, I need to make a mobile game, mate. Yeah. Get um, in Unity, create a mobile game, some microtransactions, yeah. and bang. Cap of clans. Yeah, Cap of clans. Yep. All right. Let's start developing, Paf. Fucking don't worry about the editing of this episode, mate. Get into it. I'm on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I think um, I think that pretty much covers it, Grizz. But I mean, I, another thing to think about is um, mm. development cost of video games, dude. Like, I don't have any particular statistics on this, but I would be I could I would be pretty happy to put money down on the fact that there would be a higher buy-in cost to create a game like The Witcher Three versus something like Clash of Clans. Oh, and guess what? So Clash of Clans would have made way more money. Yeah. So no shit, man. Pro probably. I don't know for sure, but, you know, like, 
there's it's just so many aspects to this, and it, and it causes so much outrage by a lot of the kind of hardcore community of gamers, and it's just like, <laughs> mate, I'm sorry to say, but <laughs> you were a fucking drop in the ocean of mobile gamers, and you know the fact that these people just keep pay- spending money on these pay-to-win games. Hey, they're they're rewarding developers twofold, and hey, these developers have put the time and work into it. I mean, if you don't like it, don't buy it. But the thing is, people are buying it. You know, so what do you do? Do you see yourself playing this game, Cat? Wow, I'll game probably download it and give it a whirl, but I won't buy anything. Okay. I mean, I I can't tell you the last time I I did a mobile transaction. I can't. I'm gonna come and raid the shit out of your little city, mate. And take good, all your good luck, mate. I'm gonna buy every single fucking thing I can. <laughs> Um, yeah. That's it. I'm buying the whole fucking app store of shit, and I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> I tell you what, though, like it doesn't look horrific. It just looks mobilely. Um, and I mean, look, if the monetization isn't going to be too egregious, um, you know, they've got. It seems like they're going. They're, they're doing. Yeah, he's doing a pretty good job of like utilizing the Warcraft IP as a as a. You know, as a vessel for for this particular game, they've got Dude, the alliance. You know, the horde, beasts, black rock, undead. You know, those are all. I reckon Blizzard are going to be smart about it. It's not worth risking their IP. Uh, not ref, worth worth risking over shady monetization no. practices. Surely they've got to be a little bit clever about it. And Cap, you know what? They've had little like games and bits and pieces through WoW and stuff for so long. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm I think sure they... I think Blizzard has had enough time on this planet um, and in this ecosystem of gaming to know what does and doesn't work in terms of public perception when it comes to microtransactions. Mm. Do you remember when Overwatch loot boxes were first announced and Oh, yeah, they fucking it was, it. Absolutely. They've yeah. had plenty of controversy about this stuff. I, mm. It does seem, based on the very little information that's out right now on the monetization of this game, that maybe mm. they've learned some lessons, they're going to make it less pay to win, um, if at all, um, and yeah... We'll see how cool. it goes. It looks interesting. Yep. Go and check Watch out the, the trailer. It's it's just one of those cutesy, um, you know, mobile game trailers. Um, mm-hmm. Looks a lot like Clash of Clans. But, hey, there's going to be a lot of people who are really excited to get about a game like this. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'll probably give it a little cr- a crack. I can't imagine give sticking it, a whirl. it for too long. Um, I'll download Only it. 3315, Nokia, yep. Yeah. yeah. Alongside Snake 2. I'll emulate it on my fucking 3080 Ti, mate. Dude, that'll be Barry. Fuck, I'll never forget going over <laughs> to Barry's house and he's got like Pokemon Go across three monitors on three accounts, and he's in Asia harvesting some kind of Pokemon using some like <laughs> VPN G- GIS <laughs> virtual setup. That is so fucking <laughs> Barry. For those at home listening, Barry's like just that guy. What our mate who is just that guy. He's the he is the guy that does shit like that. <laughs> he I is love the it. guy. But yeah, so anyways, moving along, Grizzly Gaming 86, uh, Fortnite. So Fortnite had a lot of uh, controversy behind it, Grizzly. Um, for those who can't remember, um, got into a bit of a, a, a kerfuffle with, with Amazon, uh, not Amazon, Apple, uh, because they didn't believe that Apple should be able to monetize, well, not uh, monopolize their own devices and device store, and so they shouldn't be taking as big a cut as they are, which... Yeah. I mean, you can say that, but then it's very difficult to do to kind of for that to weigh up in court very well when you know, it's like, "Oh, you invented that thing. You shouldn't be charging so much for that thing you invented." <laughs> yeah. It seems ridiculous. Anyway, yeah. so they got into a big legal battle and um, essentially I think Amazon uh, Apple, not Amazon, fuck what I keep saying. It. It's just all the all the big companies start with A. Um, Apple 
basically won the majority of the lawsuit. So mm. Fortnite essentially got kicked off Apple devices. You can't play it there anymore. But guess what? You can now, Grizzly. Do you know how it works? Tell me. So you can download the Xbox Cloud on your Apple device and stream Fortnite live to your device via xCloud. Does it play like absolute garbage, eh? Tell you what, um, I was in the beta for the xCloud when it first happened, <laughs> and I was insanely impressed with how smooth it was. So really? I played pretty good, Fortnite was on, this, on the xCloud, but um, I'd imagine if it's like everything else that they've done with the xCloud, I imagine it's not too fucking bad. Would you give it a crack, Grizz? Would you stream a bit of... Fortnite on your on your iPhone. I do enjoy Fortnite, especially the no build. I I don't know, man. I remember when PUBG came to mobile. I'm pretty sure PUBG Mobile is still a thing, and I don't know, dude. Like playing shooters on a mobile, I don't know how that's gonna go. I think the only yeah. thing that I'll consider playing is like RTS card games and I don't know stuff like that. And even Maybe then, like, Diablo why would Mortal? you stream them through XCloud? Unless I mean, the mm. thing is, it, it clicks in with your Xbox Game Pass if you pay for the the ultimate subscription so you can play it streamed to your ah, phone if you wanted to okay. you pay the extra yeah. to get that as a tack mm-hmm. on but um and there's all kinds of shit you can play as well Grizz. like i'm looking here at the moment i mean you can play halo infinite through xcloud destiny 2 apex what? legends yeah you're serious dude yeah yeah so imagine having that on, I mean, on your phone because you can also get dude you can get controllers that you can hook up to your phone as well yeah. and then you're like that's that is big game play just take your controller and your phone on the on the train and bang, you've got like a... Yeah, I don't know. To be quite honest though, Grizz, like I can't think of a worse way to play a console-style game like this. I've tried mm. so many times to just do some casual gaming on my phone via the PS5 remote play and stuff and just... Is it no the good? The screen's too small. It's just uh, yeah. way too fucking small. You don't get all the nice vistas. Like I tried to play Horizon Zero Dawn a while back on it, and mm. it was just too small. Like it just, was just chuck very it in difficult. one of those um, VR mobile VR headsets. Well, that's say, not a like, fucking bad idea, to be honest. Fully well, I was thinking maybe if you had a, a, a tablet or something a bit bigger, you know, just to mm. kind of give you a little bit more resolution. But mm-hmm. maybe that cause I don't know. Like, how does it go with extra added resolution across your network? Does that kind of chug a little bit? Do you suddenly? I, I don't know. Who, knows? Who fucking knows? So I tell you freaking what though, Capo, Fortnite, yeah. mate. I thought Fortnite was going to be a flash in the pan when Ninja took that to new levels on Twitch and it was like the game of the of the season. Yeah. Fortnite has continually managed to stay relevant through being it having it available across multiple platforms and the way that they monetize the game. You know, it's a it's a free to play where you can spend money on the battle pass and even doing things like bringing back the no build recently and bits and pieces. Yeah. I think they well, obviously got a few brains I, behind. I tell you the what, odds. dude, I think they just been very smart with building that as like an ecosystem for you to exist in. Like, you know, they've obviously done all the all the like concerts and shit that you could go and see inside. Fortnite now and I believe mm. that they're actually so I've done no research on this so I'm sure someone's gonna be like Capo you're talking fucking Garbo but I did see mm. somewhere that they're kind of trying to create a bit of a kind of mod app store kind of thing that kind of goes up against something like Roblox okay trying Dude, to Roblox. Kick into that Roblox thing oh yeah Roblox is huge mate Absolutely, want, it's massive. So they're trying to give you like well, they've got go they've here got the to game go engine play. that sits behind there, right? Cap like well, the yeah. Unreal Engine that sits behind there. They got it all, baby. That. They got the whole fucking mm. lot. You know, so they've got you could go and you know fucking 
shoot someone in in battle royale and then go and play Ro- Robloxy. Tell you Fortnite what, dude, Roblox is actually pretty dang impressive. I don't know if you've spent any time playing, but I've my never my, been my, in it. No, my two daughters love it, man. And the, the variety. Of, think of any AAA game like Dead by Daylight. Um, what is that? <laughs> what is that fucking TV series on Netflix about? Oh, like, I was thinking of the same one. But um, they do all the cha- challenges, like oh, and Squid Games. Squid Games. There's like a Squid Game one, and like, and they're actually they're actually pretty pretty good um, little so renditions of them. Someone mm. mods this kind of like you basically. It's yeah. kind of like just Lego, and you just build your own thing, right? People have works? made millions of dollars, Cap, from creating. Almost being a game dev on, on inside Roblox. Roblox. Inside Roblox. So that's how it they, works, is it? So you can actually monetize your mods. They get a cut of the uh, Roblox spent in the mod. Right. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. Well, I mean, no wonder people are making big cash when you've got, like, I mean, I'm, I, I can only imagine what their, their kind of market share is you know in mm. that game and how many people what their kind of player count is like but it must just be ridiculous absolutely fucking ridiculous well mate and that's the thing fortnite's trying to get a slice of that pie grizzly you know to the point where you can almost only play fortnite as your main game and never have to play any other game absolutely with the custom games and everything else in there it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty cool yeah it's nuts but yeah so if you're interested in playing fortnite on your iphone you can mm. So mm-hmm. fucking get in there. Now moving along, Greasely Gaming eighty six, uh, hmm. Mark Zuckerberg, me old mate, yes. Mister the Big Zuck. Um, he has old Facebook, old Facey B, also known as Meta now, uh, because everything has fucking something to do with the word Meta. Uh, it's just just today's fucking in thing you, you do. Um, metaverse, just Meta. Uh, don't know who she is. I never met her. Um, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, but anyways, so Project Cambria, it's a new VR headset that seems to bridge the gap between um, AR stuff and VR stuff. I think the cool thing that everyone's getting excited about it is the ability Sorry, to do Cap, high what's resolution. AR? What's AR, mate? Augmented reality. Right. Reality, but not quite as we know it. Hmm. Um, it's augmented. So, so it's the- kind of like, you know, when you... Um, can you remember when, when the like Pokemon 3DS... Go in photo mode? Y- yes. Can you remember? Can you, uh, can you remember when the 3DS hmm. came out and you had those little cards that came with the 3DS and like you would use your 3DS camera to video the card and on top of the card you can have these little 3D objects that popped up. Yeah. That's kind of AR. Dude, that's um, cool, man. Yeah. So it does that kind of shit. So. Okay. Yeah, but everyone's shitting their pants because as this thing, this okay. So I don't really know much about this. I'm just basically going to say it, and so everyone at home can go and fucking Google it. Mm. <laughs> so, has the ability to do high resolution, full color pass through, so that wearers can interact with virtual objects overlaid onto their real life environments. Basically, what they're saying is these VR headsets have the ability to enable AR. So that's cat- cool. <clears throat> In um, 2023, am I going to see people on the train wearing these headsets and, like, stroking their pet fucking unicorn next to them or what? Well, I hope so. <laughs> and it might even get more weird, Grizz, because I know that there's, yeah. like, there's some universities testing, like, facial um, feedback 
for these devices. <laughs> and hey, what does that mean, man? Well, apparently they're getting a little... Some of the... Well, you know, like... Okay, so if you shot someone and you're wearing, like, a, a feedback suit, you'd feel the where the shot oh, goes. Jesus, they're doing ones for yeah. your face. And apparently it's also in the mouth and stuff like that. So, so you can yeah. feel when someone punches you in the face. Yeah, or, VR. you know, if you jump on the, the Pornhub VR site, maybe you give someone a blowy or something. I don't know how it works, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's got him excited, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so yeah, it's all happening here yeah, soon, yeah. mate. I will, we'll get to a point where we just basically surgically implant these devices straight onto our faces, and we just never leave the metaverse. So, I must admit, Cap, I didn't do my research here, but I thought that this was Facebook's new take at uh, at VR coming up against PSVR two, which. Well, I think Meta's just kind of doing bit. their own thing. I don't think they're really mm. specifically going for the gaming market. Obviously, PlayStation are kind of gamifying everything. And I think VR inherently lends itself to sort of gamified experiences because, you know, that's the cool thing about VR is you go and experience things that you've never experienced before, you know, within your periphery. But mm. I think um, I think... I think Facebook is leaning probably more towards, you know, they did like a lot of um, in their videos, a lot of like work related stuff. So like virtual note taking and stuff like that. And, you know, having all your windows up in front of you and, you know, scooting across all your different computer windows and, you know, working within that environment. When you have a think about how how, um, mainstream working from home now is capped that, Maybe this is something pretty cool. You could have like virtual fucking meeting rooms and you could sit yeah. in a room with yourself and your old mate from Norway and old mate from Singapore. Yeah. I mean, I, my job at the moment, Cap, every morning I'm on a call to Norway, every yeah. morning, and it's like there, 5 p.m. And it's just a Teams meeting call. But how cool would that be if you could like literally just sit in a room or, I don't know, go yeah. for a walk through a park and have a yarn or I don't know. It would be it's pretty freaking rad, dude. And I think like there are things like that already with VR, like, but maybe not to the degree that we're thinking about, right? Like, mm. you know, I'm sure it's going to get to the point where you basically are kind of almost a photorealistic representation of someone within a VR area and you can go and catch up with old mate. You know, when the world's decimated by COVID, um, Omega-3, um, you know, mm. the, the next big, you know, pandemic sensation. But, yeah, I don't know. It, I think the, the funniest thing about this whole thing is, I don't know if you saw the video, but they've blurred out the headset because obviously they're not quite ready to show yeah. the world. But I it did just notice so that. fucking stupid. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking like, normal headset, yeah. mate, from what it looks like. like. Yeah, and like, I don't know. It just, yeah, it's just a, an interesting, I don't know. It's just funny. It's just hilarious to me. Just to um, say as well, Cap, that this isn't uh, Facebook's first time at creating um, VR headsets. They had the, no. I believe they had the Oculus Quest as well, didn't they? Well, I mean, they bought the... So, back in the day of Kickstarter, mm. um, there was a bloke who basically said, I'm going to make a VR headset and put it on Kickstarter, and Facebook ended up buying that out. Is that um, right? That was the Oculus Rift, baby. Okay. Um, and Zuckerberg, yeah, so, mate. Yeah, they, they sucked the it straight up, straight mm. into the corporate wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there you go. But... Um, yeah, it's interesting. They they released the demo uh, during the Facebook Connect, I think. Or am I getting that Caging wrong? Runt says, uh, blurred out the cables plugging into the brain. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's why you, never, you always see Mark Zuckerberg front on, so you can't see the fucking big fucking, you know, power cable adapter in the back of his head. 
But um, yeah, there you go. Um, moving along, Grizzly. Um, another interesting little fucking um, what do you call this this shit hardware thing happening soon? Uh, the Xbox streaming stick. Grizz. So you didn't let me research this one at all, Cap. You didn't even let me Google it, mate. Yeah, because you're like, what's this all about, Cap? And I was like, don't worry about it. I'll fucking explain it to you in the podcast. Um, <laughs> so you know, you know, like your 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 Google um, your Google Chromecasts and your Apple TVs and stuff like that. You can cast <clears> shit yep. to your your TV. We got a Fire TV, which is the Amazon equivalent. Bloody good, it's bloody good. Yeah, Very well, good. Um, basically, what Xbox is planning to do within the next twelve months, apparently, uh, mm-hmm. is launch. A service like that, it's a little thing that clicks into your HDMI port or whatever you've got on your TV, and it will stream games from the Xbox Game Pass onto your TV. No. That is fucking awesome, dude. It's a brilliant idea. And you know what? Talking about mobile gaming and stuff and buy-in, Chris, when you think about something like this, this is nuts. This is actually getting closer towards bringing that mobile gaming um, kind of, you know piece of the pie and giving them an option that maybe is a little bit more achievable financially. So what do you just need? You need an Xbox controller to do to um, play the games? So. You probably just need a controller. Um, you just have this little stick that clicks into your TV. Oh my um, God. And then you buy a subscription to the Xbox Game Pass. They probably give you three months free with one purchase. And um, off you go. You can play virtually anything on the Xbox Game Pass lineup. I would assume, Grizz... Being a streaming stick, it would be using the xCloud service. So you would have to have the xCloud tier. Wait, is this the one that we don't get in Australia? That's PlayStation is what you're thinking oh, of. Yes, we have right. access yeah. to xCloud here in Australia. Okay, all right. That's what makes Sony's bullshit so much weirder. Fucking Sony, man. We can't yeah. pay PS3 games. God damn it. Yeah. Well, I think it's just them making the economical decision that they can't be bothered rolling out hardware... Um, you know, here in Australia, mm. just for that, because I don't think they will. They think that they'll make their money back on it, which they probably won't. <laughs> so I wonder <laughs> what I'm the honest. minimum. Here's the thing. Here's my first concern with this cap: is that the one that we've got, it's going to be on Wi-Fi, right? From yeah. the TV on Wi-Fi. What, what's like the latency and quality going to be like on the old Wi-Fi without being able to hardwire anything in? Well, it's going to be completely dependent on your internet connection. So if you've got mm. shit internet connection. It's probably not going to be that great, um, and it's not going to look amazing. Um, I'm sure there'll be a minimum base spec that you need to meet in terms of a network test, and I would assume that they'd have some kind of tool that would help you figure that out before you buy something like this. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you're going to need a yeah, decent, yeah, thing, some, you know, some kind of network test. I tell you what, man, the um, I was blown away by the Fire TV and the quality of yeah. that. Like, it literally turns. Any, I'm sure it's the same as Chromecast and that kind of yeah. thing, but it's like you say, you just plug it into the HDMI cable and you've got a smart TV yeah. out of any TV, Bang. any you TV ever. Yeah, and you get Bang all your down. apps on there, the whole lot's fucking yeah. ready to go. It's, it's quite yeah. impressive, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I actually honestly think this is, um, this is a really cool piece of tech. Like someone like my dad would actually probably be super keen on something like this. Yeah, 100%, man. I wonder if, dude, I wonder if we're going to see. PlayStation try to come out with a competitor to this? Maybe. I, I can't see them as much <clears throat> as I can with Xbox. Obviously, they are physically doing it and we, we have that confirmed. But 
Um, I, I just think Xbox is in a better position in terms of their Xbox Cloud, actually having an X Cloud kind of like and a game, an actual Game Pass, which mm. you know PlayStation has technically a Game Pass, but they don't do game streaming apart from their PS3 games. I don't think. No. Um, and just as a side question to this cap, do you think the streaming stick will fall under an existing tier of the Xbox Game Pass to get access to streaming games, or do you think it will be something well, separate? I would. I would have thought that you will have to buy in at whatever the tier is for streaming your games now. So yeah. I believe you have access... So if you if you buy Games Pass, I can't remember what it is, if it's like, what, 12 bucks or some shit, and you probably pay like 16 or something to have Xbox uh, Cloud chucked in. Mm. So you probably just pay that per month to play, you know, the full suite of Xbox Game Pass games, which I think is a pretty fucking sweet deal. That's not bad, man. That is not bad at all. Yeah. And Xbox all really are secure hearing themselves as being this little <clears throat> multi-platform monopoly here where they're just slowly yeah. getting all these bits and pieces yeah, they're to just become. ticking all these boxes over That's time it. you know and obviously playstation is just going ham on the the console exclusivity single ip market and they're killing it yeah. but xbox is just going well we'll have that we'll have that over there and a little bit of that over there <laughs> you know just all under sony's nose but um yeah i don't know it's, uh, I, I think this streaming stick's really fucking cool and yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they price it all up. Um, but I would imagine it's going to be a shitload cheaper than buying a whole console. Oh, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. I mean, I'm sure they'll come in, in some point in time when you pay a subscription fee that you'll pay over. But, mate, 100%, I think that's value town. Because, dude, well, and we, what about the availability as well, Cap? The availability of, of picking up the ex- new Xbox... Yeah console itself is probably a little bit tough yeah i mean so theoretically they, can... they should be able to pump these sticks out pretty easily i mean it's not like they need any insane hardware on the stick i mean it's essentially just it's not essentially just a usb drive but it's a small little you know piece yeah. of hardware it's not a big playstation 5 that has a graphics card and all this other shit that goes with it you know so mm-hmm. it's essentially mm-hmm. just leveraging off the existing infrastructure that xbox already has that in in its xbox x cloud you know, architecture and just going bang. Let's leverage very that. Clever, very, 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 very clever, mate. Very, very clever. Very smart. Very mm-hmm. smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. All right, Chris. On the uh, same kind of vein, uh, yep. Xbox parent company to, you know, Bethesda. Remember that one? Remember they, they bought Bethesda, said, fuck it, we'll buy it? Yep. All right. So Bethesda has announced that Starfield and Redfall will be delayed to next year, Chris. It was supposed to be coming out, I think, November this year but they have released a tweet saying, we've made the decision to delay the launches of Redfall and Starfield to the first half of 2023. Mm-hmm. The teams at Arcane and Bethesda Game Studios have incredible ambitions for their games. We want to ensure that you receive the best, most polished versions of them. And they say some stuff about how they can't wait to, sh- to share their first deep dive into the gameplay for both of these games. And Grizz, I bet you it's going to be at the next Xbox event, which will be next oh. month. Huge call, Cap. I agree with you. I've never heard of Redfall. What the hell is Redfall? Yeah, so look, I actually completely forgot that game existed. It's it's some weird vampire fucking PvP, mm. PvE thing. Um, I, I was hoping you might have figured out what it was. <laughs> no, no, An open world co-op FPS from Arcane. And Arcane are the guys who did um, uh, Dishonored, I think. Oh, um, yeah, okay. Shooter. And they also did Prey. I'm pretty mm. sure they did. Did it? Uh, what games have they done? Deathloop, Prey, Dishonored. So there you go. 
Well, um, Deathloop so as well. So they're putting out this Redfall game. Um, I've seen some stuff. Doesn't really look like it's for me. Uh, but yeah, open world co-op FPS. Um, yeah. Cap, does this surprise you hearing this around Starfield? No, it does fucking not do. <laughs> All we've seen in Why? this game to Tell this me. point is literally like a two-second video clip and some concept art. They, I, I would have been so surprised if they were ready by November. Not to um, mention, I'm going to jump into my episode 15 yeah. notes here, Cap, but uh, we, had a, we had a section on one of the devs, one of the Starfield devs that was talking about the engine that sat behind Starfield and was basically saying it was a, a bit of a steaming pile of shit. While the game looks nice, um, they had issues with the... the uh, the, the engine itself and yeah. flying, I believe flying was very clunky. So I wonder yeah. if they're... Flying's clunky in your fucking space game. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine re- releasing that do- though, dude. Like, mm. So look, I think obviously Microsoft has a bit of cash, you know. I think now that Bethesda's not beholden to, um, well, only um, in- investors and, and people who own shares and whatever, I think now that they have Microsoft as kind of the lead... Um, on that and they can kind of bear the brunt of maybe a little bit of financial burden to elongate the amount of developer hours they can pump into this game, I think they made probably a pretty good decision because, I mean, dude, imagine if this game released and they had another fucking cyberpunk yeah, absolutely. People yeah. would just lose their. There's shit. actually been a little bit of gameplay leaked on Twitter, man, over um, um, this game recently, Starfield. Have yeah. you seen? Did you, did you see that at all? I haven't seen it. I didn't know that. It was a bit of a meme video. Someone like in one of the starships, c- killing and collecting bodies and stacking them all up on, getting them naked and stacking them all up on each other. It was like a this tower of like. <laughs> but dude, the graphics looked fucking like really impressive. Though I will oh, say really? that. Yeah, it did look really impressive and like the um, the physics behind uh, the bodies, which is a bit fucked up. But yeah, pr- yeah. Pr- pretty impressive so far from, from what physics. I saw. Yeah, okay. good ragdoll physics, man. Which yeah. you would want to hope so, again, in your space game where you've got, you know, all kinds of space things happening. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, look, Gris, I think I would personally expect to see, you know, some gameplay at the next big Xbox Bethesda game showcase, which has been announced for, I'm pretty sure, June. I'm just going to double check that. Actually, Perfect. Pav, Pav, can you to double check that date for me, mate? Xbox game showcase 2022. Um, but yeah, I would imagine we'll probably see some deep dive gameplay then for both these games. Um, and then, yeah, hey, look, if they need to take more time for a game, I hope that we can live in this society. I mean, obviously, financially, it's difficult for these companies to continually not be making money off a new game. Pav, hit me with it. What do you got? Uh, June 12th. June 12th. There you go. Xbox game June showcase. June 12th. Mate, absolutely go. perfect time. Perfect time. Yeah. Uh, Look, yeah, release some I, I, gameplay, take another seven months or whatever to iron out mm. all the kinks. I'm sure they won't iron them all out, but I'm sure they'll have a pretty good uh, whack at it. And hey, take, you know, it, it'd be nice if we could just have developers go, let's not release this as a steaming pile of shit. Maybe let's just get a few, t- mm. you know, wipe a few of the flies off the shit and take a bit of the corn out of there and, you know, pretty it out a little bit and just make sure it isn't a giant steaming pile of shit. It's just mm. a little piece of shit. Just so a little piece of shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure it'll be a little bit funky. On the I'm least. slowly beginning Most to get faith in this game, Cap. Slowly beginning. Yeah, I don't know. It's Bethesda, of... dude. I mean, the last time they created a game that wasn't just bug ridden day one was a very long time ago. In fact, I would mm. almost say they've never released a game like that. But um, Arcane Studios, on the other hand, have been pretty good with their games. But um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. 
We'll we see what happens, see Grizzly. My good friends. Looks yep. interesting. Do you think, mm-hmm. uh, based on the very small amount of information I gave you about Redfall, this vampire upcoming first-person shooter, weird co-op open world thing, do you reckon you give it a crack? One hundred percent. Sounds right up my freaking alley, Cap. Yeah. I just want vampires? some good. P- I just want some good PVE co-op games to fucking clamp. So, Chris, you know I what, think ben? it might be Left 4 Deadish. Is it? Oh, great. Yeah. Actually, I, I want to, wouldn't mind going back to play that. But the one thing that I'm really looking forward to that's not on the run sheet that I'm going to mention here in the same light of being a co-op PVE game is that uh, the new 40K Warhammer. Um, oh, dude, I'm so fucking Dark Tide. What's that called? Dark Tide. Yeah. yeah, baby. Dude, give it to me. we got to get into that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there you go. All right, moving along, Grizzly. Sony is reportedly working on a PS5 Pro. What yes, the fuck? Yes, what the, what the hell, dude? Dude, it's been like two years. What the fuck? Why are they doing this, Cap? Why are Probably they creating PS5 Pro? because they're having Pro? so many component problems. And I dare say uh, that graphics cards are now cheaper after the, mm. you know, you know we've gotten through the majority of the pandemic. Well, you know, touch wood, fucking. Um, but maybe, you know, graphics card prices and stuff are stabilizing and maybe they can put some better stats and uh, spec stuff into this, into a PS5 now that maybe costs them less because things have stabilized a little bit. You know what's fucking crazy, Cap? My PS5, you can't say the same because you've got a new rig, but my PS5, dude, runs... Like better than my gaming PC now. That's how good the specs. <laughs> I mean, are. hey, I was and the same when I fucking bought my PS5. <laughs> and they're making a PS5 Pro. Like it's just yeah. bizarre. I feel like people haven't even had a chance to buy games, and I feel like developers haven't even had a chance to develop games for the PS5 standard. And we're going to get something well, we better. barely had many like um, exclusive titles for the PlayStation 5. Really, when you think about it, like we still haven't mm. even had God of War Ragnarok hit shelves. Oh yeah, true. You know. Like, true, true. There's just so much stuff that we we still haven't really had, like in this cycle of of a PlayStation console. You, you're right, Grizz. I'm I'm so fucking surprised about this. And I mean, there has you know, to be another reason, man. I mean, what what performance dude, are going to achieve? I'm positive it's all to do with the with the silicon shortage yeah, finally easing up. And I think finally things are like the like. I mean, look at graphics cards. Graphic card prices are slowly stabilizing. Um, mm. You know, there's new. Um, generations of stuff coming out now i honestly think the price is right for probably them creating a new thing and they're just going fuck it let's instead of us trying to shoehorn these old components into a ps5 let's just use some new shit it's easy for us to get it built it straight in um dude if they can get a ps5 that runs 144 hertz oh my god yeah well do you know what yeah you're right it it would be pretty nuts and they're probably not far away but the thing is grizz like what about I feel fucking not that I really care too much. I feel really bad for people that probably put all their fucking life savings into getting a PS5 because <laughs> there was, would have been heaps of people being like, yeah. "I need to buy this console now because it's so hard to get one," and probably yeah. put money aside and went, "Okay, bang!" And now the PS4, PS5 fucking Pro comes out. I, I tell you what, though, I felt like when the PS4 Pro came out, I didn't feel like I needed to have it over my standard PS4. If that makes sense. Yeah. Did, did you have a pro in the end, or did you? Have... I did have a pro. I had a PS4 did you have a pro? pro. Yeah. Okay. Um, oh. The only thing that really made me want to have a PS5 was just the new games coming out on it. 
Yeah, I, I want to have a PS5, but but I'm but I'm kind of I guess what I'm getting at is there's going to be no well I don't know this for sure, but there was no PS4 Pro exclusives. The games that came out on PS4 were available on both. It's just like a slightly higher performance console, right? Well, exactly. I mean, it does things like ray tracing, which the PS4 didn't do. So the, the PS4 Pro does, does it? Ray tracing? No, the PS5. Yeah. Hang on, we're talking about. Yeah. So what I'm I'm saying that um, the release of the PS4 Pro didn't make me want to go buy one over the PlayStation oh, 4. Oh, I thought you meant the PS5. I was like, really? No, oh, PS5. <laughs> yeah, fucking 100%, man. Okay, sorry, I'm on the, so, I'm on the same page as you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a full dingus moment. I think I was too busy reading the fucking fine points of this fucking stupid article. Yeah, so well. what I'm saying is I, I think the release of the PS5 Pro, because there's going to be no exclusive games, I don't know how, I don't know how much it's going to drive me to want to go buy one, if that makes yeah. sense. No, no, I definitely agree with that. I think um, the only reason you might want to do this is if you're absolutely sold on the PlayStation VR titles because it seems like your PlayStation Mm. VR experience might be slightly better with the PS5 Pro. Uh, But, I mean, look, it's probably going to be a fairly similar um, kind of experience, I would assume, that, you know, games won't be kind of developed exclusively for these consoles or anything to that degree it's obviously going to be at a baseline they run really well on a ps5 and they run slightly better on the pro so hey whatever whatever you want baby whatever baby um but yeah so there you go anyways moving along grizzly gaming 86 um where are we uh square enix the guys who own final fantasy and other great titles um they're doing all kinds of stuff grizz they've just sold um, a bunch of their fucking overseas studios, multiple large IPs for three hundred million dollars. They've shed though that that baggage. Um, things like Tomb Raider and Deus Ex don't want it anymore. I'm going to give it to these guys called Embracer Group. Gone, gone, mate, gone, wow. baby. Which there is quite go. interesting. So they're selling Crystal Dynamics at Ida, Idos. I can't remember how you pronounce that, but Idos Montreal. Um, did we recently talk about a new team, a Tomb Raider coming out, Cap? Isn't there a new they Tomb Raider indeed. in development? They did indeed. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but look, I think... Um, I Okay. I'm going 4D chess with you, Grizz. Okay. Give it to me. They are shedding baggage because they yep. want to become the Final Fantasy shop, and that's what they do. Um, and they do all kinds of Final Fantasy things and Final Fantasy-related stuff. And they want to shed this baggage... Get rid of it because it doesn't make as much money as everything else they do, and they want to sell themselves to Sony. It, uh, yeah, I don't see why that doesn't make sense. Maybe. So Maybe just not. focus on uh, on 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 Final Fantasy IPs and bits and pieces yeah. that they know they're doing well. Yeah, these are the things make that the make money. the money. You know, I don't think um, I don't think Deus Ex did insanely well um, their last iteration, and I don't think the Tomb Raider games have been you know, insanely lucrative for them. Slightly um, controversial so, here, Cap, but I've never enjoyed a Tomb Raider game, mate. Apart from the perv, that's you know about what? it. I'm pretty much the same. You know, just, I feel like they're always clunky, like just. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way, dude. I always thought that they're okay. They're not. Epic. I feel like Uncharted was, as a similar Tomb Raider style game, just was miles leagues above what tomb raider ever ever was yeah 
Yeah, I don't know. I just, I've never, I, I didn't even really enjoy the the ones on the PlayStation back in the day because it just felt like you were. I mean, that it was the epitome of tank controls, really. Like it just felt like you're playing fucking Quop on on a PlayStation. Like you, I don't know, just having a, you know, just <laughs> shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, especially yeah. when you have Mario on N64, that's like fluid oh. running around. Like you compare those two games, and it's just. I don't know. Never really. I, ne- I nearly sent it. you something today, dude. There's a fan-made remake of Mario 64 that looks freaking insane. A fan-made some, what? A fan-made remake of Mario 64 with like ray tracing and like real high def textures. Do you, do you think that Nintendo might do that? Oh, uh, dude, I don't think they do stuff like that. I mean, I, I could be wrong, but I feel like they just focus on these new IPs. So they go from, you know, they go Sunshine and then the Mario Galaxy and, and they just keep bringing out these new um, 3D Mario. Maybe they will down the chain. Maybe they'll start looking at remakes, but I don't know, man. Not anytime soon. And they just, they just, they just released these um, to be able to play on Switch soon, uh, recently Cap as well. So yeah. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? I know, I know there was a developer recently who's, who said that they were working on a big remaster for one of the Nintendo's action or not action um adventure games or some shit i can't remember what a, what a, i think we discussed it a little while back but yeah i don't know like i just look at something like odyssey and i feel like they could do that and just basically oh. remake n6 like mario 64 yeah. with that engine it would be yeah. so sick and odyssey even give it like great. add some extra shit into it it'd be so cool mm. So, so this right. this this fan made game looks nuts, mate. Pretty much exactly what you've explained. I don't think they've added anything, anything, but all the textures are redone and and everything else. I think it's obviously ported to PC. Something similar that happened, man. Someone redesigned Donkey Kong Country Two to be played on emulator on PC with all new textures and everything as well. I saw um Jazz Cook Jazz Cook play it on stream and it and it looked pretty amazing. So I don't know, yeah. man. Dude, the way that Unreal Engine 5 works, and I, we'll get into this a bit later when we go into the what are we playing, but the ability to be able to just like create stuff in it yeah. with assets is Bada bing, bada boom. Just churn shit out. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's quite impressive the way game engines enable you to streamline your development process these days. You know, Gone are the days where you need to build a game from the bottom up, you know, build your own game engine and, and go from there. Um, mm. But yeah, it's interesting. Look, going back to this Square Enix deal, Grizz, we've, we've strayed Give from the me. path, yep. my friend. Sorry, um, It's Always okay. Happens. It's okay. This is going to be a longer episode. We, 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 we've already been over this. It's all good. Um, <laughs> so I think uh, one thing to note, Grizz, is that, um, you know, uh, the guys who have picked this game up, Embracer Group, they've, they're quite well known for... Um, games preservation i guess just in terms of just looking after their ips so maybe their these ips will get um you know uh, some some of the love they deserve um a lot of people still still love those games there's tell you what deus ex deserves a real good time in the sun um those games rock and it's a bit of a shame that the recent iterations haven't done as well as they have and you know the the earlier deus ex games were rad um so we'll see what happens there. But I guess the biggest thing for me, Grizz, is, is, this, is this quote from Square Enix saying that uh, this particular sale enables the launch of new businesses by moving forward with investments in the fields, including blockchain, AI, and the cloud. So talk me through blockchain, Cap. Are we talking about... Well, 
<clears throat> crypto yeah. and NFT games made or what? Yeah, I think that's literally what they're trying to get at. I think okay. it's just, oh man. And I mean, if you look at what's happening with crypto and NFTs at the moment, kind of makes you wonder, is that a fucking good idea? Probably yeah. not. Um, so, mate, mate, that whole industry is so stable. I put, I put a tweet out the other day, but NFTs have literally disappeared from my Twitter feed. Yeah, and thank fuck, I hate them. <laughs> yeah. I hate NFTs and I hate crypto. <laughs> And I don't know whether it was um, because I blocked a bunch of people or whether it was because I think the NFT market has shit the bed. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, everything is shit in the bed in terms of the blockchain. Like, just mm. look at look at the market as a whole. Like at the moment, like well, the big ones, that Luna coin that went from a hundred dollars to like zero point zero 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 two. Did I tell you what happened there? Did you did you hear about this? I, I think you might have bought some, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, Barry messaged me. He's like, Gris, this fucking coin, mate. Like, it's hit yeah. rock bottom. It can only go up. And then I put like 25 bucks in it. And it just goes from like 10 bucks <laughs> down to 0. 0.000. 000. <laughs> well, do you know the interesting thing, dude, is like they go on about how the, you know, the market for these things are well regulated and, you know, it's mm. on the blockchain and blah, blah, blah. And then they go and mint all these extra coins to try and fix the market. And it's just like, well, that's not how fucking finance and shit works. You don't just make more coins because your coin's doing shit. Like, it's just bizarre. Yeah, the, so, the Australian dollar shits the bed, Cap. Let's just go and make some yeah, dingo let's dollars. Let's go and print, print a million extra dollars and, you know, funnel it back in. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, yeah. off fucking crypto. So, yeah, they're basically edging towards implementing crypto mm. stuff into their games. I dreadfully hope that that doesn't mean... Uh, Final Fantasy Online suffers from a bit of this, um, but we'll see what happens. Um, I think I think for the, a lot of companies of this size, Grizz, yeah. crypto and NFT stuff is in people's eyes because that's just what CEOs and shit do these days. They go and buy NFT monkeys and fucking make it their profile pictures, and you know mm. all these board members are just that's that's the fucking shit people are talking about, and they think it's so it's so new world and and start up techie and it's really fucking cool and it's making money but in in real fact it's you know these non-fungible tokens and stuff they're purely fungible and they're merely a token and they mean they fucking mean fuck all and <laughs> that is what is happening right now Gris. <laughs> you know what's real funny right you know what's real funny i got into a conversation with pandy the other night and it was like yeah we couldn't get dad out on the farm because we we can't pay cash and we couldn't dodge it and i was like mate just fucking go buy some some NFTs, mate, and give them to him. They're non-traceable. You can go and sell them <laughs> later. <laughs> so that is exactly what fucking people do with yeah. with NFTs, mate. Yeah. They want a way that's non-traceable to pay someone something, and they just go buy a bunch of pictures yeah. and say, "Here you go, mate. Go sell them." Yeah. Off and you then, go. Yeah. What a what a weird, chaotic world we live in, Grizz, where we have crypto and NFT stuff. Um, not for me. It's not. I'm definitely not for the faint-hearted. That's for fucking sure. Um, but yeah, anyways, moving along, Grizzly. I think we've almost hmm. made our way out of the main topic. So, Holy um, what are we at? I think we're almost at an hour and a bit. So, we're going all right for time. So, the next next thing we wanted to chat about, Grizz, is what we've been playing this week, Ooh. mate. And I reckon we might actually start with you. I'm first on the list, but we'll start with you, mate. You go first. Okay, well, Cap, a few episodes ago, quite a few now, we discussed the fact that Unreal Engine had announced their Unreal Engine 5 and the ability to download that through the Epic Game Store and have development game development tools right at your fingers to start playing with. And I made my decision then and there that I would download it and have a little tickle and a little bit of a play um, 
And I posted some stuff on Twitter and I got some very sage advice from some very knowledgeable people on there. Basically said, yep, I think you can do it. Just start with an idea of nice and simplistic and and build yourself up from there and have a go. So what what am I in? I'm in like two weeks into into playing with this thing now. Probably spent maybe 15 hours so far from the ground up. And I actually found, Cap, I'm actually not using Unreal Engine 5 because Unreal Engine 5 doesn't come with a... Um, a map that you can use to make 2D games. There's essentially a, an option you can use in Unreal Engine 4 that kind of gives you 2D games. I essentially wanted to make like a platformer where I controlled a character that can jump, can attack, can move, can run, um, and then I'd build like an environment around that and I had ideas. Um, first off, Cap, I, I found out, mate, that all of these stock, this is the first thing I noticed, all the stock um, like images and Kind of the way it works with the engine I was using, it uses this thing called flipbooks, essentially. So it's like a bunch of still images that you place together like a flipbook and it will create oh, like yeah. a running a running animation, almost like a GIF. And that's what you would use for your character to run. And you would have one for jumping, running. And I was actually able to apply those to my characters to get them to run. But all the free versions of these men are like real low poly low quality so it became pretty apparent pretty quick that if i wanted to make something that looked good i was going to have to either invest some money getting someone to create assets for me or spend some money on getting decent assets from the asset store but loving it so far man like i've i've been i've been reasonably hooked i just wish i had more time to really sink my teeth into it um yeah I have um I have some pretty pretty cool ideas, mate, to make something yeah. pretty pretty fun Hell and interesting. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I have had a chat to um Moosey who said that he would come on board and help me create a couple of assets for it. Dude, so we're gonna have a little planning session and, and create something cool, but yeah, keep your eyes peeled. It's going to be a very simplistic two D side scroller. Um I'm gonna have a health mechanic, I'm gonna have a kill mechanic, I'm gonna have some enemies. And hopefully, if all goes well, I will have custom sprites for everything um, and environments. So, wow, that's there you go. That's what I've been doing in my spare time, Capo. Love it, mate. That's fucking awesome. Plus a little bit of Dota here and there. With a bit of Dota here and there. Yes, yes, exactly. Yep. What about you, mate? mate. I'm excited to see more. Well, look, I've I've been doing a bit of everything recently. I think. um, Look, I've been continuing my foray into. Final Fantasy Online, and I am, I've, I've made it out of that chunk of content that was like that weird fillery bit between the vanilla uh, game and the expansion, and it was just this swath of quest line that just was just took forever. It was okay. It wasn't that it was boring. It was just it just fucking didn't end, um, and eventually it did end. So I've made my way through that. Thank God. I'm into Heavenswood, which is the first expansion. Has it and been worth it, Cap? Are you enjoying the the new content, mate? The, yeah, the DLC for the most part, stuff? it's not too bad. I think um, I still prefer World of Warcraft um, by far. Um, do you? I, yeah, right. Yeah, okay. yeah, I do. I really do. I think I just prefer the setup of that game over Final Fantasy. But I will preface this with: I have not experienced enough of the game to really stack it up. Um, there's so much of that game that um, I'm still slowly experiencing and I'm kind of just like, you know, as, as I as I experience little things like I'm a sucker for fishing minigames, right? 
And the fishing oh, in that game right. is mm. fucking sick. It is radical. They've got this book full of fucking fish you can catch and you can't see any of the fish and you slowly catch all these Is that right? Pieces. Dude, I want to yes. play it just for the fishing. Holy shit. Honestly, you can literally just be a fisherman if you want to. That's is kind that of, right? Yeah, you, uh, you absolutely can. Just ignore everything else and just be a fisherman. But it's, it's, it's actually quite rad how they implement the fishing. Like, you can even do this thing where you go out on this boat with other players and you just go out on a fucking fishing trip with people. And it's just fucking cool, and you, it kind of you kind of get your 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 job as a fisherman kind of gets treated similarly to how you know a DPS or a, or a tank or you know another no. character. You have all what? these different different things you can do as a fisherman in terms of abilities, dude. Like it's it's nuts. It's it's so much better fleshed out as a profession. Professions in these games, sorry, are so mm. better fleshed out than World of Warcraft. It's insane. And I wonder if World of Warcraft are taking notes here, Cap. Well, you would taking... think they'd have to, dude. And I know that obviously the... Um, what's their new dragon fucking expansion called? I can't remember. Dragon Balls. I can't, I can't remember what it's called. But, um, th- you know, they seem to be trying to make professions a little bit more interesting and mm. useful. So I'm sure that they see other MMOs that are doing these things well and going, fuck, we need a slice of that pie and make sure to keep people on board because... That's how you upsell the game, right? It's having other systems that people want to Im- Im- be involved with. I've been talking about this for a while, Cap, but um, I would love to do a short little segment on our tier list of in-game fishing mini-games in, yeah. in games at some point. Dude, I've always just wanted to like do something similar to what you're doing in UE5 and just make the my oh, fucking yes, fishing dude. mini-game. My fishing mini-game Dude, you I should love. do it, man. You could 100% yeah. do that somehow. I should do it. I should fucking do it someday. But yeah, so I've been playing Final Fantasy Online. That's been pretty good. I'm like level 63 or some shit. And I think what's, cap what's is the cap? 90. Okay, all right. I'm going to out-level the content before I hit, you know, because you have to do all the storyline content from start to finish. You can't mm. you can't skip any of it. So you kind of experience the entire story. And the story is a little bit better encapsulated than World of Warcraft's where there's just shit going on everywhere and you're kind of trying to figure mm. out roughly where you fit into the bigger picture but um yeah it's been good so far but yeah so anyways that's been my final fantasy online um stuff now i did also try a game called trek to yomi which has been pretty good um i've played a little bit of it on the xbox game pass because it's it's free on the xbox game pass and is uh, is it pc pc obviously yeah pc i think consoles as well don't quote me on that but i'm pretty sure it is it it, it must be on xbox at the very least because it's on the game pass so um I would assume it's on there, but so what is Trek to Yomi? So it's a Japanese um, inspired game set in Japan. You play as a samurai warrior um, and it's got a visual art style that's kind of like one of those old black and white film grainy Japan Japan um, Japanese samurai movies. Um, and so you kind of, it's, it's kind of, um, you have these portions where you're running around moving in between areas and you have these really cool vistas and you kind of the, the camera's always kind of set up in one area of the of the map and you mm. run through it and then you hit these little areas where you're battling these guys and you're doing like samurai shit and you know your, your side scrolls samurai stuff. It's it's really fucking cool. This I, looks I'm really sick. enjoying it. Is there a lot yeah. of um like dueling, like one v one kind of like, yes. like like parries? Yeah. Yeah, it almost so looks like some. I'm just looking at some of the scenes here. Almost a little bit like Street Fighter-y kind of. Yeah, like a little bit. Yeah, 2D, yeah. 2D Probably a little bit more. Um, I would say the 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 fighting style is a little bit more thoughtful. Um, yeah. 
in terms of like you being more thoughtful about what you're doing in combat. But um, there's Dude, a lot of emphasis amazing, on the parry man. stuff. Yeah, it's good. Is it, it's, it's is it a um, is it like a fairly linear single player campaign kind of thing that you work yes, through? Yes, it's completely linear. Um, so if that doesn't really interest you, you're not going to enjoy this. It's not open world. Um, mm. But there's like little areas you can kind of go off on the beaten track um, here and there. Like, I actually quite liked how they did this. Like, you, sometimes you don't realize that you can go off the beaten track um, and then like you'll walk through an area and then something happens in that area that draws your attention towards something. And then you go, oh, and then you go, oh, I, maybe I can go down there. Like, just completely random like i just saw this dog run across the screen and went down this little alleyway and i was just like oh maybe i'll try and go down there and it was a secret <laughs> area and i was just like that's oh, fucking cool yeah, i just liked like that as a game design aspect to be honest but it's a really yeah. cool little game i think the only thing i really don't like about it is just how re- fucking repetitive it is it's just like is it okay walk through this area fight these guys walk through the area fight these guys rinse repeat boss okay. next area yeah. bang 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 is it so, difficult? Is it difficult, Kat? Not horrifically difficult. There was a couple of times where I just had to restart a boss because I wasn't quite used to its mm. its patterns and stuff. But it's not horrifically difficult. I think I'm playing on hard, and I pretty much just parry everything, and I've just bulldozed my way through it for the most Smashed part. So it. It's yeah. been pretty good, um, but thoroughly enjoying it. And the other thing I've been playing, Grizz, <laughs> is I downloaded the demo for Metroid Dread. Um, yeah. Really, a dude? Yeah. There's a demo what, on, yeah. on Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah. And I so I was kind of in the mood for a bit of Switch gaming, and I was like, oh, I don't really know what I want to play, though. So I just downloaded a bunch of fucking demos, and I downloaded the Monster Hunter demo for Monster Hunter Rise, the Kirby game demo, and Dread. And So can you get demos for most, most games, can you, to, to give them a while? Not most games, but a lot of the games will have, like, free demo written on the on the artwork for the game. So, yeah, but I tell you what, dude, I've been very thoroughly imp- impressed with Metroid Dread. Whilst I was playing it, I realized I have less time than I actually wanted to play Metroid Dread, and I was like, I'm really enjoying this game. I'm going to come back to it when I have more time. Okay. Um, so but you'll I tell you what. Will you buy it, pick it up, and play it? Yeah, absolutely. And I think you. I haven't. Like I it haven't well. played it. I haven't played it, dude. I, I actually one of my favorite all favorite all time games, mate, was um, on the SNES. Was Super Metroid. So. Oh, dude, I reckon you should give this a crack. I think it does a really good. Um, it's a really good take on that kind of. You know, it's not the three D Metroid. It's the, It's still the two D mm. Metroid. I, I um, didn't enjoy any of the three D Metroid games. I, did, I, I tried a couple of them, and they just weren't didn't didn't feel quite right to me. The well, this is a true whole. Metroid title, like back to mm. base. Well, not back to basics, but you know, it has the nice kind of two uh, two point five D stuff going on. And the only thing I don't like so far is they have these points during the game where you're being chased by these unkillable monsters, and you've got to kind of run around and try and figure out what the fuck you're supposed to do in these little tight confines and i've had a couple of times where i've been like what the fuck am i doing here like how do i get out of this loop where i'm just being chased by this robot yeah. um so I'm, I'm i haven't loved that but okay. it's it, it honestly really fucking good game and I'm i've heard it's very it. hard yeah. eh? and and we we, we yeah. talked about this in a very early episode mate but they retro dread was one of those games that actually brought out accessibility options after the game release so they yes they released like a one-hit mode where if you get hit once, you're dead. But they also released a really beginner-friendly um, take pretty much zero damage mode yeah. as well. Well, I've, I've just been playing on regular for the demo. 
And, um, like, if you get caught by one of these special robots, you basically have, like, a split second to hit, like, a like a, a parry. It's like a and parry if, thing, yeah. if you do, you survive and you keep running. If you don't, you die. And it's, <laughs> you did. Yeah. Yeah, right. So, Interesting. Yeah, man. honestly, Grizz, I think you need to give it a crack because I really, really fucking enjoyed it. Um, but I definitely need to... I need to find a better moment in time where I can just sit down and... And play, and maybe it's going to be when I have the baby. So, oh that might yeah, be a bit of yep. bit of gaming here and there. So, um, yeah. But anyways, that's what we fucking played this week, ladies and gentlemen. Um, now, Grizz, the that's weekly the OGR poll. Yes. So <laughs> it is. <laughs> there we go. There's the. Hey, there's there's the a, there you go, Pav. Clip that one and make that the uh, the bit. <laughs> um, now this was two weeks. <laughs> this was two weeks ago, this poll, um, yeah. because we suck and we missed a week. Apologies, yeah, apologies. Um, extra long episode to make up for it, though. Extra long episode, that's right. Uh, I'll read the poll out to you uh, if you wanted to manage the results cap. Yeah. Um, with the new PS Plus tier system hitting soon, 22nd of June in the Aussie market, which tier are you most likely interested in? Essential, extra, deluxe, or I'm not bloody interested. <laughs> <laughs> and I actually thought the results were fucking hilarious, dude. The winner is I'm not bloody interested. Yeah. <laughs> At 40% of the vote, 40% of people couldn't give a shit about the PlayStation PS Plus tier. And that's fine because it's probably those 40% of people probably maybe don't have a PlayStation. Um, maybe they or, wish they had a PS5 cap. Yeah, maybe they don't have, have a one. PS5. Maybe they fucking wait for one, mate. You know, mm. maybe they can't mm-hmm. get one, which is uh, a, a issue happening worldwide. Um, right. But so the rest of the tiers, so we have the essential tier, the extra tier, and the deluxe tier, all came equal second at twenty percent each of the vote. That's fucking madness in a so yeah. Basically, the water is very muddied. We don't know what people really want. They want no. everything by the sounds. Of I things. wonder if that's a sign that uh, PlayStation is shit at marketing their their. Tears and Do you know what, dude? I honestly just think they made this way too fucking complex. Yeah. In all honesty, it's just I way said, too complex. I don't even know what the tiers do. I could not tell you. I know that I'm not going to be paying heaps of money there, so I'm just going to go essential, yeah. which is what I voted for. But I couldn't tell you what's in each of those tiers, Cap. I have absolutely no idea. So, I mean, for Australians, essential is basically what PS Plus is now. You have the access to internet gaming and you get a couple of games per month that you can download onto your thing. Mm. Tier 2 is going to be a, sh- a big game library that you can get involved with that has things like Spider-Man and all those other bits and pieces. Um, the final tier for Australians is access to some classic games. Now, that tier for other countries that have the streaming capabilities, that will be PS3 games included for streaming. So that's the, that's the breakdown. It's not horrifically complex, but it's just... It's just too much, man. It's mm. fucking too much, bro. Okay. So, yeah. But, I mean, it's just them trying to get all economical. But, yeah, so, look, uh, as for a couple of the comments, one thing... I mean, I'm just going to use my own comment. Um, I'm very interested <laughs> to see how upgrades work for this, Grizz. Can I buy Essential and then tack on Extra for a for a month because I want to play that game in Extra? Or how does that work? I'm going to say no. 
No, I have no idea. Can you do that in <laughs> Xbox? <laughs> mm, I would have thought so. I'm sure you'll be able to do it, but like, I bet you it's going to be fucking... And that's probably why they've done the pricing breakdown of buy a year and, and you basically yeah. almost pay only half of the price of it just to try and onboard people for a, mm. a long amount of time. But yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, what other comments we've got there? I can I can see one from Sly Frost Paul here who yep, says, Sly. Deluxe looks like a cracker. A couple of bucks a month more than the Game Pass Ultimate. But I think that nostalgia factor of the PS1 and PS2 games would be enough to pull folks in, even just for one or two months. And I can hear where he's coming from there. If there yeah. was a particular PS1 or 2 game that I wanted to go play, absolutely. for example, Dang. maybe some of the Resident Evil, early Resident Evil titles maybe camp Dude, or something Ape like Escape. that. Ape Escape. Ape Escape. Fucking yeah. ape escape, dude. How sick then, would that be? Then I think uh, Deluxe might be something that I may be interested in too for a couple of months here or there, Capo. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Chris said definitely getting extra, which is the middle tier. Uh, Chris had to sell his PS4 to uh, help uh, fund IVF treatment. Uh, picked up a PS5 last year and played God of War and Horizon, but haven't been able to justify buying Death Stranding or Spider-Man. Now with extra, I'll be able to play those. Which, yeah, Dude, I agree. I, I actually thought the same thing about Death Stranding. I didn't want to buy it, but I'm quite happy to play it on a streaming service or something. Yeah, I was the same as you. I, I don't know if you remember this, Cap, when we did that ESL session. Was that what it's called? Whatever. When we sat down and went through those games, I remember Death Stranding was the one that I was most excited about. And I waited for it to release, and then I read the reviews, and I went, actually, I don't want to waste my money on that. But if it comes in a service like this, 100%, I'll go play it. Shit, so uh, recent chat is saying they announced some of the games available uh, about 30 minutes ago. He's going to grab the, the link oh, for us. Oh, let's so bang it in the quickfire. We'll, we'll, we'll jump go. back into that at the end of the quickfire. But yeah, without further ado, pew, pew, that's going to be the next um, the next uh, fucking sound effect we have for quickfire. <laughs> quickfire round! Um, so, first <laughs> cab <laughs> off the <laughs> rank, Grizzly. <laughs> they had a <laughs> Nintendo... <laughs> Is that the Wii music? Yeah. <laughs> Somewhere. Yeah. I actually think it's at the back of the uh, Offspring album, the uh, intermission. <laughs> Dude, love it. Oh, my fucking God, Grizz. Okay. What? This is what's going to be in the new PlayStation Plus game lineup. Assassin's Creed, uh, Assassin's Creed, <laughs> Creed, <laughs> Valhalla, Demon Souls, Ghost of Tsushima, Director's Cut, which includes all the new um, DLC shit, I would assume. Uh, NBA 2K 2022, which I couldn't give less of a shit about. Um, and it looks like they've got Red Dead Redemption in there. Um, Holy fuck, man. Oh, there you go, Cap. Ape Escape huge. is the first one on the um, yeah, next boy. line down. Called it, baby. <laughs> um, Days Gone's going to be in there, which was already in there. Bloodborne. Um, what else we got in here? God of War, which we already kind of knew about. Medieval, um, Returnal, <laughs> Resogun, Shadow of the Colossus, The Last Guardian, Last of Us Remastered, uh, Dude, and Left Behind. The Uncharted Collection. Um, Bloodborne is huge for people that want to get into the old after yeah. playing Elden Ring on the PlayStation. In there, mate. Yeah. Oh, so many get in good. There, son. Yeah, good ones. lots of third-party partners as well. Assassin's Creed Valhalla, as we said. Um, Ashen. Dude, all the Uncharted series, you, you get the yep. Uncharted Nathan Drake collection and then four and then the most recent one, uh, Lost Legacy as well. That This is insane. Dude, they've man. got one of the greatest games of all time, indie title by Annapurna Interactive, Outer Wilds. 
Um, one of the you told me to play this, Cap. Best games of all time. I fucking love that game. It's like this weird little space game where you're an alien in this universe that keeps going through a heat death over and over again. It's like a Groundhog Day thing. You're trying to figure out what the fuck's going on with your universe. Um, very cool game. Absolutely one of the best games I've played in a very long time. Uh, but yeah, so Cap, really these games are available on the premium and deluxe plans. Is that correct? Is what I'm reading here. Oh no. Yeah. So what are those called? So I think the PS4 and 5 games catalog is for extra and premium deluxe plans. Um, hmm. So basically, consider it like you know, with your tiers. Your first tier is just the standard buying. You get multiplayer and you get a few games per month. Second is you get the PS4, PS5 catalog. And then I think the final one is you get all your classic games tacked on the end. Well, I can tell you right now, mate, I'm going to be going the extra because there is so many games in that extra yeah. list that look oh, good. Oh, dude, they've got the, the, the Jack and Daxter games coming in on the on the classic games. That looks really fucking good. Wild Mortal Kombat Arms 11? 3, dude, fucking Dead, radical. Dead Cells is on there. Dude, Wild Arms 3, have you played that game before? Celeste is on there. Fuck, man! I am. <laughs> when is this come? When is this coming out? Do we have a date on this? Um, I think it's July, maybe. I don't know. Um, I think for Australia, it's a little bit weird. Sorry, guys. Wow. This is this is brand new news information that we weren't prepared for. Um, but Grizz, <laughs> Wild, Wild yeah. Arms is like a Wild West JRPG. It's fucking crazy. And I've never really? played it before, and I've wanted to play it forever. So now that it's, I might fucking get a month of deluxe, dude. All right, Cap. Question: Does this Answer. game's library exceed your expectation that you can see here? Not really. I kind of expected most of these games to be on there. There's a few in there that I'm like, oh yeah, of course, Demon Souls would be on there. That makes a lot of fucking sense. Why wouldn't it be? Um, mm. But I, I think for the most part, yeah. I mean, they've just got. PlayStation games on there. That, I didn't see any Returnal. I didn't see Returnal on there. Was Returnal Yeah, in Returnal's there? in there. Yeah, it's underneath okay. Rezo Gun. Uh, hmm. But yeah, okay, there you go. Fucking, yeah, June, July-ish. It's coming out. You fucking get in there, ladies and gentlemen. Maybe all of a sudden you've gone from I don't bloody care to uh, the middle tier. See, this is Too the thing. Late. I don't even know what the tiers are fucking called. I just keep getting Too confused. Too late to change your vote now, you bloody... Yeah, you, you, bloody you're not allowed to buy it now if you voted for that. Mm-hmm. You have to. Ne- you're never allowed to buy any of these tiers now. If you voted for, I don't care. No. Sorry, bad luck. I will say works. before we move away from the Twitter poll, please uh, go and follow the Twitter. As you can see, we uh, we run a poll every week here at OGR, and we do read we out sure the comments do, if they're relevant. Yeah. Um, so go and check it out, you yeah. legends. If we like your comment, we'll read it out. Um, if we don't like it, your name's probably Caging Run. Anyways, moving along. Um, the most exciting announcements from the Nintendo Indie Games Showcase, Indie mm. World Showcase, I believe they call it. Um, bunch of stuff in there, Grizz. Um, yeah. Probably the mm-hmm. standout one for me, and I'm just going to kind of brisk over these. There's a bunch of stuff in there. Heaps of indie games come to the Switch. A lot look really, really fucking cool. Probably the, the standout one for me was this game coming out called Another Crab's Treasure which is a game where you play as a crab and it's Dark Souls for, for crabs. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the Dark Souls of crab games. So, yeah. 
I'm probably definitely going to give that a crack, I think. <laughs> um, I think that looks yeah. fucking sick. So, uh, yeah, go and check out the trailer for that. Cause it, it, so they've called it <laughs> they've called it a shell-like. <laughs> <laughs> Which is awesome. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. I think, I think, you know, it's got the kind of classic Souls-like combat, but you're literally just a mm. crab fighting other crabs, and it's kind of, yeah, I don't know. It looks like almost like a Disney fucking... Maybe movie. we'll see... Um Grizzly Gaming 86's uh, indie game in here next year. Yeah, dude, I'm waiting for that. my IP to Nintendo. Maybe you'll see Captain Perth's fishing simulator also. Ooh, maybe you will. Fishing simulator simulator. And it's a game where you (laughs) make fishing simulator games and sell them to the general public. Oh, Um, my God. May the best fishing simulator win. Um, Imagine a game that was game design, though. Imagine that. Yeah, it's called Unreal... Um, engine, engine five, five. five yeah. yep. Um, but yeah, so a bunch of games that were uh, announced. Grizz, there's one called Elect Head, which um, you play as a robot and do some cool shit with you know currents and you know switches and things. And um, yeah, I'm I'm just going to kind of brush over this, but yeah, there's all kinds of stuff in there. This thing called Gumbrella, where you're like this dude who has an umbrella and a gun, a shotgun, and you're in this weird like Wild West steampunk. 2D pixel wow. thing and mm. you're shooting dudes. Yeah. Anyways, all kinds of shit announced. If you're interested in that, go and check out the trailer. I think it's about 30 odd minutes. There's shitloads mm. of stuff announced in there, so go and check that out. There is a um there is a Stardew Valley cross Animal Crossing game, uh, which is Ooblets is finally making its way to Switch. I don't know, Ooblets, you've heard of Ooblets Cap? It's like a no. farming simulator. Anyway, okay. that is also on that list there more, for you Stardew Stardew nerds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who'd have thought? I thought we would have farmed everything, but there's more to farm. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Well, moving along from that one, Grizzly. Yep. Uh, now, this one's a, uh, another Nintendo story, not quite as happy and fun as the last one. Nintendo contractors report harsh working environment. Sources alleged Mario Maker maintained cyclical contract work for low wages, expected overtime, and lack of benefits for... Uh, contractors, which kind of fucking sucks. That surprises me a bit. I thought that Nintendo would be, I don't know, man, like tech companies these days, Cap, have got it pretty good. Maybe there's a difference between tech and game dev, but yeah. I thought Nintendo would be one of the good ones, to be honest, so well, I'm a bit, bit surprised. I think it's a little bit different because it's Nintendo of America um, and they were reportedly fired after mentioning unionization during a meeting, um, and I believe they were a contractor at the time. Basically, I just think it's an American thing where um, they were using contractors to help flesh out their game yeah. dev team and they got nowhere near the amount of benefits that a regular employee did. And I feel that, yeah, dude. people are just mm. speaking out about it and just saying, this fucking sucks. You know, like yeah. we are working just as hard, um, you know, doing just the same hours and we get none of the same working conditions. So a contractor... For Nintendo America. I mean, contractors in general, right? It's just, just so people are aware. So you've signed a full-time contract and you're an employee for somewhere. A contractor literally is... Um, Nintendo could have been bringing someone that, from a consulting firm in and paying them money to, to do a particular job. So while they're under the Nintendo band- banner, they're probably from, from somewhere somewhere else, right, Cap? Is that how you would explain it? Yeah, essentially, yeah. But yeah, I think that's 100%... Correct Amundo. Um, but I mean, in America, things like 
Um, and I mean, we have American listeners here who probably be able to weigh on when it weigh in on this better than us. But I'm sure that a lot of the things that they're sort of suggesting, like lack of benefits, so you know, healthcare in America is really um, different to pl- other places around the world. Like uh, you need to get health insurance and all this other stuff, and a lot of employers will buy that for you. If you're a contractor, I would assume you don't have access to that. Um, so mm. dental, all that kind of stuff, it's you just don't have access to it. So. Um, yeah, and on top of that, expected to work weird overtimes and looks like they're getting paid pretty fucking shit. Um, so, yeah, Nintendo, y- you guys were supposed to be the good guys. Freaking sorted it <laughs> How out, How could man. you do this, you motherfuckers? <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Mario will never be the same, Cap. Mario will never be the what same. What was that story about someone getting making people full-time from contract? Was that Blizzard that we heard that story from recently? Remember they had contractors, uh, game game testers that were bought on as full time employees for a particular company recently. Can't remember oh, what. Oh yeah, vaguely remember something like that. Can't quite remember off the top of my head. Um, I think it was Blizzard or Microsoft or something. Yeah, something like that. Actually, was it, it Nintendo? In here, employees provide that, but we still have to buy it. Um, in the chat, and Honey is from um, from the 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 lands um, to the west. Um, Northwest, maybe. Um, I don't know what that, how that from Maryland. So, so what employees provide insurance, but we still have to buy it. So I'm guessing maybe they cover a bit of that cost. I'm not quite sure how that works. I might be able to elaborate on that further. But but yeah. So essentially, yeah. There's all kinds of benefits they they weren't getting. Um, and yeah, it fucking sucks. So Nintendo, pull your fucking head in. Um, yeah, Kazi in chat is saying you pay far less. So. Which, uh, yeah, as a contractor, I imagine that would suck balls. Um, but yeah, all right, moving along, Grizzly. Final Fantasy got, 16, the next Final Fantasy iteration, which I'm quite excited for. I think the most recent trailer looked pretty freaking good. Um, looks like they've, they're have they expecting another trailer coming soon. Now, uh, this was a little while ago. I'm pretty sure they haven't um, announced any new trailers since when I put this in. And No, they mm-hmm. haven't, but lots of things. Um, yeah, so producer says a new trailer is coming out soon. Um, so if you're into Final Fantasy and you're excited for number 16, freaking strap yourself in, baby. There's going to be a trailer coming out shortly. Who knows what that means? Um, that was a week ago, so maybe soon. Maybe we'll see it at the Xbox announcement. Who knows? That could be pretty Ooh, crazy. La, la. Mm-hmm. Um, but that would be next month. So, um, yeah, uh, more on that. Keep your eyes on the airwaves and the news waves. Um the Summer Games Fest 2022, Grizz. The dates have been mm. announced. It's going to be running live on June 9th. There you go. Dude, that's not far away. A few weeks, mate. few weeks. It's not, dude. Is that right? It's not at all. Now, just to give you an idea of how cool this fucking event is, Grizz, um, yeah. the original Summer Games Fest of last year, so 2021, um, they released the Elden Ring trailer there, the gameplay trailer. Oh, so okay. that's the kind of shit that they're doing at these things, right? So, mm, mm-hmm. um, you know, they announced some other stuff like the Among Us roadmap last year, um, announced the Back for Blood open beta, um, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands was announced there. So, you know, it's not a small we might games see some, thing. We might see some pretty cool stuff. What Anything you expect to see there, Cap? Anything that... Uh... Honestly, not off the top of my head. Like, a lot of it's probably going to be at the Xbox. Maybe, I don't know, probably not Xbox Sony related. Um, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Maybe we do see Square Enix at this. Who knows? Mm. 
Maybe um, we do. This is the Summer Game Fest 2022. Correct. Uh, yes. Yeah. Coming to us live on June the 9th. So make sure... I don't know what that is in Australian time, but it's probably fucking three in the morning or something fucking stupid, knowing our luck. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yep, sorry, Australians. Suck it. Um, but, yeah, moving along, Grizz, EVE Online and Microsoft Excel have announced a collaboration. You can Have you ever, have you ever heard of EVE Online? <laughs> yeah, dude, wasn't yeah. this like a real old school, one of the first immersive MMOs where people were literally sinking yeah. their life into this game and yes. you have like so standardized were, jobs and stuff and yes absolutely so it, it was full like went down into the like you, you had to join like companies and you'd, you'd buy spaceships and you'd fly them all together and have <laughs> these big battles like um, you know there's been events in this game where millions of dollars has been lost because ships have been destroyed in these big battles and stuff like that it's just Honestly, it's wait, crazy. Wait, how? Wait, actual dollars? Yes, literal money. Um, <laughs> what? Yes, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, it's, it's nuts. Eve Online is crazy, um, and like, oh, even yeah. like some of the some of the crazy shit that's happened in this game, like, you, like people being double agents in different companies and like kind of working towards drawing people into battles that they shouldn't fight, and just um, it's it's honestly nuts. This game is is insane. Um, now, one thing that this game has been known for is being called a spread uh, is a, like a spreadsheet simulator, because the whole game there's so much data in it. Like it's just mm. you, you you basically spreadsheet all this shit out, and you know people do all kinds of stuff with spreadsheets. But now Eve Online and Microsoft are working together to actually export data from the game to Excel, so you can easily do Excel spreadsheet stuff. You're kidding me! Yep, oh, so, so people yeah. can like. What? I'm just trying to think of the things you would need a spreadsheet for in a video game. Like, I'm trying to think of the types of things you would Well, look, it's it's stuff like, so I have 500 carriers with this much weight and I am going to transport this across to here and it takes me this long to do that. And I, it's just all this data about, like, ships and space and transport and battles and everything else and, like, Attack powers and all this other stuff. So Dude, this game sounds fucking amazing. Stuff. Why aren't we playing I mean, this game, Cap? Because, mate, well, you take one look at it, you think it's a fucking dog's breakfast, mate. It's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, I need to look at it, eh? It's what not, is it? Is, it, is the graphics game. good? It no. isn't. No. No, no not okay. really. No, Pav is shaking his head. And Pav is the foremost expert on gaming graphics. Um, Pav, he's have been you to played at least this? two game dev <laughs> things before. No, have I've, you played I, this game, Pav? I remember someone telling me, telling me about it like. A decade ago, and I was like, okay. "Oh, sounds interesting." I hope, like, I think I I started looking into it, and I was like, "This is a goddamn mess." Like, dude, it's, oh, it's, yeah. it's so it goes so deep, dude. It goes so deep. I yeah, d- I yeah this. I mean, this looks like a masterpiece of game dev, though. Like the amount of detail. I'm just looking at some of the fucking stats. And oh, things. don't this get is, me wrong. Like, this it, is like in terms nuts. of stats, it's it's out of control, and that's why you need a spreadsheet to track things, Grizz. And now. You can actually <laughs> export your tr- your fucking Eve Online data into an Excel spreadsheet and do it without having okay. to manually type all this shit in yourself. Which is, this is going to get some people real fucking horny, Grizz. I'm telling you right yeah? now. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Stubbs, he's going to come out of the woodwork. He's going to yeah. be in here in a second. He loves he loves algebra. What? He loves his algebra, mate. So Numbers? yeah. Anyways, there you go. That's um that's coming to you soon. They even had a typo in their tweet, which is quite funny. 
um, which made it a little bit um, bizarre as to what exactly they were delivering. But yes, that's what they're going to be doing. Um, All right, moving along, Grizz. The city of New York is suing Activision, which and they're indirectly targeting Bobby Kotick, the uh, the CEO. Give him the fucking clamps, clamps. He's an asshole. He's a mongrel. He's a bastard. What are they suing him for, Cap? What's happening? Talk me through it. giant piece of shit basically um the suit was filed in delaware um uh fucking what are we uh, i think they, it's just more of the same stuff dude just hey you guys are being garbo um you know uh, you know what sucks though dude is just no matter what happens to this man he's gonna fall on his big fucking million billion dollar parachute it's just fucking bullshit yeah unbelievable got a, of, got a couple of bucks mate you can fucking pay for anything yeah. with a couple of bucks yeah exactly mm. right couple of bucks big bucks and he has some big bucks i think mm. he's and i think we talked spoken about this before on the podcast Chris. but basically he has written in his contract like at a very minimum even if he's dishonorably discharged from the company he still gets paid out like 200 million dollars or something ridiculous yeah so and that's 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 if he's like hey you've been an asshole and we need to get rid of you here's 200 million dollars <laughs> imagine oh, that oh. I wonder what happens if he leaves on good terms. How many oh, it's like it's like three hundred and something million dollars. He gets like an extra hundred mil, basically. So it's like if you misbehave, we'll only give you two hundred million dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that! I'd be like, "Well, fuck you, motherfuckers." Funny <laughs> <laughs> so shit, would you? Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway. So it looks like uh, the big picture, um, basically, avalanche of lawsuits. Um, more and more incoming. Very interesting that Microsoft would touch this at all, frankly, because, I mean, obviously they acquired this company um, in mm. the Activision Blizzard King buyout, but, man, what a fucking, what a schmozzle that company is right now. Hopefully uh, Microsoft can potentially bring them into the light. Into the light! That'd be Anakin. great. Yeah. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, moving along, Grizz, the Prince of Persia remake has released an update the development of Prince of Persia, they have said, uh, the Prince of Persia remake developers uh, will now be led by Ubisoft Montreal, the very birthplace of the Epic Sands of Time trilogy. Um, so I think they were being worked on elsewhere and now basically the Montreal studio is working on it instead. So I don't Dude, really know Prince what that of Persia, means. a game that um, stands still in the time of game development. It is a absolute classic. Did you play the original Cap? The original Prince of Persia game? I did, and it was good. Oh, the 2D side-scroller? Yeah, it was yeah. fucking excellent, mate. Excellent. Yep. yep. So, yeah, apparently... Uh, well, I mean, hey. I mean, probably a, a decent decision. It's going back to in the hands of the place where it was born. Um, prob- maybe there's people at that studio who will give it a bit more loving um, rather than just another cash cow remake. But, um, yeah, I guess we'll fucking see what happens. And now, Grizz... The mm. final thing on our list of things to do tonight, and we have been going for quite some time now. I'm not too sure exactly how long, but I think it's pushing two hours now. Hell um, yeah, baby. Now, I added this one at the very end. Very close to two hours. Um, I added this one at the very end. Now, Chris, did you play uh, the Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order game? That was the, I did. The yep. soul kind of... Absolutely. Soulsy-ish. Loved it, mate. It Great was a cracker game. of a game. Yeah, really good game. game. Now... <laughs> Rumour has surfaced the Mm -hmm. next title for the next game um, has been kind of rumoured by an insider who apparently is fairly well trusted. 
Um, it's going to be called Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Survivor. I am Apparently, stoked they're making another one, mate, because they did a yeah. very good job. It came out of nowhere and it kind of captured the whole the yeah, whole. I think Souls you're right, dude. It just it kind of it just there was just nothing really for it, and then all of a sudden it came out and it did really freaking well, and it was an EA mm. game that actually wasn't shit for once. That's so, right. Yeah. I mean, that's probably worth its weight in gold, quite frankly. But mm. um, yeah, uh, that people are suggesting that the game probably takes r- place around about the time of the Jedi hunt that follows after the. Um, third movie in the series when oh sorry second movie in the series when they execute order 66 you know that remember that one i don't know anything about star wars gabe call yourself a nerd you weirdo um well anyways it's a it's a big time in in the in the series when the jedis are all being hunted basically because the empire takes control of the the universe and and um they execute order 66 so um, there you fucking go, mate. You have to go and watch all the movies now. I can't. What the hell, dude? How do you not know that? That is such a fucking. I'm just. I, I couldn't give two fucking shits about Star Wars lore. I'm sorry, but. Dude, what? <laughs> no, Holy no. shit, dude! That's fucking nuts, dude. That's that. <laughs> oh, wow. Holy shit. Wow. Uh... Okay. I, like that's. I don't even know what to compare that to. It's like. It's not quite the the same as a lot of other Star Wars meme worthy kind of shit, but it's pretty fucking high up there. But okay, well anyway, so it's going to probably maybe take place around that time period. And um, we know that Jim is a massive Star Wars fan. I've seen him play it on his stream before. True, true, actually. Got to yeah. be excited about this about this new release, mate. Yeah, he's going to be frothing, mate. But um, yeah, anyways, Chris, that basically winds, wounds, wound, wounded. Winded up, mm. wound mm-hmm. up the quick fire. That is, we wound it up. up the quick fire. Yep. Yep. We wound, wound it up. up. That is everything mm-hmm. we've got to say today, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy the extra large episode. We apologise for missing a uh, episode last week, but that's what we did to make it up for you. We made an extra long episode so you can listen to us for even longer. Um, so mm. congratulations, you got a big long episode. Um, yeah, guys, appreciate you all for being here as always. Thank you for supporting the podcast by listening, consuming the content. As always, guys, I'm going to say this every fucking podcast. Go and tell one fucking person that you know that likes gaming content and tell them to listen to this podcast and get them fucking in here, dude. Come on, get them in. So uh, get this podcast out to the to the masses um, mm-hmm. so me and Grizz and Pav can retire early. Um, that would be the, yeah, yeah, that would be the aim, frankly. If we could get that happening ASAP, I'm sick of working, guys. I'm over it. So if we could get this podcast huge, make me some big fucking Elon Musk dollars, I will buy Twitter off Elon Musk, and then I'll retire. All right, so we're going to be aiming for that. So go and tell your friends about um, about the podcast. Again, we just want to thank you again, Patreons, for supporting us financially and uh, helping pay for our podcast bills. Um, appreciate that immensely. Uh, yeah. I don't know what happened there. Hello?
Am I still on? What the hell happened? Well, it's mine. So I'm going to have to edit this in post. Uh, <laughs> thank you all. What just happened? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. What the hell just happened? All right. <laughs> okay, guys. Did I click something? Oh, no. Uh, guys, I think I'm showing you. <laughs> uh, we're going to edit. We're going to definitely <laughs> edit this in post. What on earth just happened? I'm surely they're going to re-enter here. Um. Let me quickly, let me quickly pull up this. That's all good. Um, hello? <laughs> hello? I don't know what's going on, but I don't have internet. You don't have internet? Okay, well, Grizz uh, dropped out at the same exact time. Okay, I'll. Yep, we'll uh, we'll have to look into that. I will uh, edit some of this out. Um, let's let's sign up. Cap, do you want to sign off right now? Well, you're on mic. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, guys, go and check out. Are we ready to go? Yeah, we good. We we, we good. All let's right. do it. Thanks, legends. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna sign off. Uh, we will see you next time. And uh, bye. <laughs>